It's a wonderful podcast today. <laughs> it is. Um, it is, right? Yeah. How are wow, you? You guys are so upbeat. I'm good. I'm, I'm a, I think he's less upbeat than me. <laughs> you think? Alex here. Hi. Hey, Alex. What's Thanks up, for buddy? I'd introduce myself. <laughs> they all know who you are. Uh, yeah, they do. Um, so we have a guest here, uh, Abby Crutchfield. Hi. Did I say that right? You did. Do people Thanks get it wrong Thanks, a lot? Alex. No, they don't. Back in the day oh, okay. when I started comedy, people would say Crutchfeld. I think because mm-hmm. Seinfeld was still like popular. that's what I wanted He's to say. Popular. Like not just now, but like a couple of, like when I've said your name in the past, I'm like Crutch. No, Field. I don't. Have you ever heard of a Crutchfeld? I don't think I've met a Crutchfeld yet. No, but I don't think I've ever met a Crutchfield before okay. you. Yeah, so. I've heard the name. I guess there's a Crutchfield Electronics magazine mm. back when magazines were popular. And you spell it A B B I. That's right. Is that how how it's actually spelled? Yeah, or is that that's a showbiz thing. Nope, that is how it's spelled, and that's the full extent of my first name. That's it. Oh, that's the full name. Yeah, well, yeah. That's I fun. My mom was like, "Abigail is you know the long version," but I didn't want anyone shortening it to Gail. So ah, <laughs> oh, you don't want that. Yeah, <laughs> she, you're so not a Gail. <laughs> no. <laughs> so tell me, Gail. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Now, now that's all I'm going to be all thinking. Of. Awful. Is Gail about? Yeah, I guess it's about. It's name. old. It's just like one of those. It's a like Gertrude. It's like I, we don't name people. I that. only think of Gail King when I hear the word Gail. Okay. Is that maybe Oprah's, there are other Gails. Yeah, Oprah's and so friend. so maybe in my mind it feels like an older name, but. I don't know. You never know. I can't think of another Gale. I can, yeah. It right, probably think means about happiness it. or joy. It sounds like, you know, it's um, from gaiety. So, mm. so, um, so, did you, so when you started comedy, how did you start? Let's start at the beginning. Oh, my no. gosh. It depends which Where beginning you, you want. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. Where are you from? When do I get to tell you my social security number? <laughs> yeah, that's... yeah, yeah. Oh, that's segment three. Okay, yeah, great. we'll get to there. No, are you, where are you from? Here? I'm from, no, I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. Are you really? Born oh, and raised. That's where my brother-in-law's from. Oh, sweet. And yeah. then I, maybe we know each other. I don't know. I, I mean, Michael. <laughs> you know no, him? I don't know any Michaels. Yeah. <laughs> and we <laughs> you don't know he was he was a shut-in he told me yeah so. i didn't even move the most i moved was like around the corner so that was where i had all of my upbringing and then that was even where i tried comedy was indianapolis I, after i finished school in dc i came back home and where'd you go to school in dc georgetown oh you did yeah Were and you i there when that whole crew was there yeah a little bit yeah actually i was i was um, do you know who i'm talking about no no okay, it was so, like everyone <laughs> mulaney berbiglia berbiglia came before mulaney what, gaffigan came before berbiglia oh i don't know gaffigan Kroll, who came before mulaney because I and Novak and, then, and me and Mulaney were there around the same time. So oh, you were wow. there when Novak was there, mm-hmm. and they all went. You're saying every all these guys went to that's where they all met. They attended school there. They, they did, were in like they a, were, or they were doing DC comedy. They were in a the were they in school's like a improv troupe, Georgetown Players Improv Group. That's which a pretty is good G-Pig. group. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> that is a great they weren't group. all at the same time, but they did. There was some overlap, so they were definitely people that worked together. Ed Harrow, did you know him? Mm-mm. He was there too. So were you? You were there when Jacqueline was there? Yes, I remember going with her to an open mic 
or seeing her. I don't know if we were going together, but I remember going to one that she said she would be at and watching her do it in a coffee shop and DuPont Circle and just being uh. like, I got to get the nerve up to do this. It seems like so doable. And then instead, I had auditioned for GPIG. I didn't make it in. And so I still wanted to be able to do and perform comedy on campus. So I made a stand-up group because mm. it was that time of year where you could just create a group and invite people to join. Yeah. And so mine wasn't in competition with them, but it was just kind of like, well, if I can't be in theirs, I guess I'll just be in something. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up doing stand-up on campus through that group. Oh, okay. But I didn't do that coffee shop open mic. But I remember it clear as day, just sitting there watching her. I had to look up because she was on a bit of an elevated platform yeah. and just feeling like, whoa, that looks intense. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny to me that they were like, are a lot of people who go to Georgetown really into comedy? You know what's interesting? I actually I just did a show at New York Comedy Club, and half the audience was, uh, I don't even know what they're called. Uh, I follow oh, yes. them on Instagram. It was They were from Georgetown, mm-hmm. and they were in a political comedy group. Oh, funny. So, well, there's I, a show at New York Comedy Club that's either monthly or, or, or pretty frequent that... Um, Oh my gosh, I can't do names right now. It's too late in the evening. But um, <laughs> that somebody really cool and wonderful, Joe Jarex puts together. Okay. Or Garrix. And uh, anyway, he, I think, is an alum and he always gets Georgetown people that went to Georgetown Got together it. to perform. Oh, okay. So the audience is full with some Hoyas and some non Hoyas. It could, it could be a connection there, yeah. But that was like last week. So it's just oh, really? Well, yeah. maybe people are trying to DC's do it now because like comedy. everyone who's huge in comedy now came, was there at the same time. It could be. But I think that's so funny. No, go ahead. What? I was just going to say DC has just historically always had a good comedy scene. I it think. has a good Especially, comedy club. Yeah. And, yeah. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Did, so did you start stand up in DC? Chappelle, I guess, started back yeah. then yeah. when yeah. he was 14. He's pretty good. <laughs> it's crazy. I started, no, I started when I was studying abroad my junior year in Italy and we had a talent show to like kill time yeah. and everybody got to pick their talent. So I picked stand up. So that was before. Before I had done it on campus, then I think when I came back my s- senior year, I must have then started the group. I think that's right. And so, um, did you move? So, yeah, and you moved here after set. DC. Then I moved to you know. Then I went back home to Indianapolis to really try it on stage at the uh, open mic. That was in front of a paid audience of you know adults, not just kids on campus, half listening to me. Mm-hmm. And um, and that was the three minute set for the mic. And then you come back to the mic and you can do a six minute set. So so you did start doing stand up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was on campus a little bit in school, and then the rest was out right after school. Finished. And then were were you like, I have to like. Go to New York. Did you have? I that met moment? a bunch of. I hung out at the club, which was Crackers Comedy Club in Broader Bowl in Indianapolis, and I would pick the brains of the headliners there and mm. the features too that would roll through. And sometimes a feature or a headliner would drop in during the open mic. I think the feature would, not the headliner. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. the feature would. <laughs> it the in hindsight, it was definitely the feature. <laughs> yeah, I love how you're. Of course, of course, you're like, like I was picking the brains of the feature. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, well, what you got to do is make fifteen thousand so dollars a year. <laughs> I was shining the tennis shoes of a feature. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Did so. you? Yeah. Did, did you get any advice from the bus boys there? <laughs> I actually married a busboy that was there. Um, no, so oh, wow. my husband, who's a comedian, Luke Thayer, was um, an usher at Crackers at the time. Oh, and we were both doing okay. the mic, and we were both like uh, new to comedy. So you guys met right at the beginning of yeah, comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's weird, yeah. Well, it's not weird. It actually happens a lot, but that's that's always interesting. Did you start dating right away? We did. Well, uh, yeah, just a few months later. I think we were hanging and doing the mic for a while, and then we started dating. Um, but he must have been really funny. He was to me. I mean, we both were. He was complimenting yeah, yeah, me the yeah. first time I was on stage for three whole minutes. He's just like, you're amazing. You've got something other people don't have. And I was just Aww. like, you're right. So <laughs> let's stick together since we're both so smart. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, and 
then we got to New York and got really humbled. Oh my goodness. Did you? Um, oh, so you moved here together? Oh uh, yeah, around the same oh, time. A, I mean, we were still independent and dating. Like we were like, hey, I'm doing my own life by myself. Yeah. But we both knew that we wanted to be comedians. And back to what I was saying when I would talk to the headliners. That sounds like everything I've said to everyone I've ever dated. Hey, I'm doing my life by myself. I'm sorry. I just thought I'm going to use that line. That's a very good line. When and where are you going to be so that I can then do my life near that? Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Go ahead. No. So they would say, you have to go to some town where you can get a ton of stage time. So they Mm -hmm. would either say LA or New York. And when I was in Indy, I was doing some local modeling through a local agency. I was doing local commercials. So I thought I was on a track to being an actor in LA and then just doing comedy enough and having some bad independent film experiences where I was like, oh my gosh, I can't control the script. I look horrible on screen. Like I just decided I wanted to do comedy instead because I had more control over it. Was that here that that happened? That was in Indianapolis. No, that was just, I just tried to like hit it really hard and did a handful of anything you could do in the acting world. I did dinner theater. Really? I I had auditioned for community theater and the local improv group and then got cast to both, but then I had already had a plane ticket to leave to her in New York. Because, you know, I, I'm from here, New York City. Mm-hmm. And so I started comedy here. And then I was like, I, I moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. like pretty soon after. And that's where I got into comedy. But I always kind of like when I started doing comedy, I was like, I kind of wish I was like from a another like a smaller town where mm-hmm. I could. Because I, I went to like Houston a couple of times. My sister lived there to do comedy. And mm-hmm. I like I would go to open mics and they'd be shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I did the open mic. <laughs> I was there like a weekend. The guy was like, hey, do you want to like audition for Conan tomorrow? Do do a show <laughs> oh, my goodness. And really? I was like, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And like... <laughs> But then, you know, and then I'd see people who kind of were like featuring and doing a lot of time opening for like celebrities and stuff. And I was always kind of like, I feel like that might have been a better way to do it. That's why like in Indianapolis, you weren't like, oh, I should just stay here. Well, I did it for about a year in Indy to save up. And yeah, I was getting to... I was... I had a paid feature spot. Did you open for big people? Um... Yeah, I had opened for, you know, Haywood Banks, who okay. I think got to do Bob Where does and he Tom live? with him. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to do all inside jokes to the whole rest of the pot. <laughs> the same so, one. Yeah, the same. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so yeah, it was, um, I don't know. I feel like it was the right time to be in New York, but I also could see people who had done four or five years in Chicago or Boston and then come to New York and oh yeah. those guys are always killers yeah, yeah. that felt like yeah. man I should have no you know, you're right you're like Toronto outside. some random like yeah, Canadian place exactly. it's yeah. funny I have the complete opposite mind frame of the, <laughs> I'm like I started out in New York and I started doing this you know what I I wish I'd started in um, Oklahoma well, it's grass is, no but it is grass is always greener there's right. a reason that's a saying I, I started here and I feel the same way as you. Like but, that that I feel like the comics generally, especially the newer comics, are stronger when they come you know, they're sort of incubated in our hometown. And you and get to they, be shiny and new yep, and yep. you know, no one has seen your growing pains. Yep. There's that for sure. But yep. um also like the cream rises to the top either way. Like no matter right. where you start, if you're sticking with it. I think it, that's true. That that's, definitely makes sense. That's yeah. that's I feel like some at some places though, the cream they there's a lot more blocking the cream. <laughs> but even though <laughs> the right, curds not, can I rise. get it, but yeah, where's the analogy? <laughs> Who's the blocker? What what is that just even? Just there's um <laughs> You know, like, um, there's just so many people here, right, you know, right. it's, it's hard to stand out. Sure. sure. That's why the cream, it's harder to rise here because there's so much cream. I know it used yeah. to, fr- it used to frustrate me that Steve Martin uh, phrase of like, be so good. They can't ignore you. And it's like, right. what if you're good and they're still ignoring you? You know, like <laughs> yeah. I get it goes counter 
to what he's trying to say, but it's like sometimes, yeah, it's saturated with people Definitely. like you. And yeah, I, it sometimes it annoys me listening to like you know successful celebrities talk about what you need to do. <laughs> you like like Eddie Murphy would be like, you know, you just gotta like. I remember hearing Eddie Murphy say. Um, you know, I don't understand. People are like, "Oh, I'm going to go to school," you know, to fall back. It's like, "Hey, you're just setting yourself up to fall back." You know, you just you got to do what I did, man. You just got to go for it. I'm like, "You made it when you were 18. Like, you didn't have a lot of the like, well, what else am I going to do now?" You know what I mean? Right. Like True. But to be fair to Eddie, he probably said that when he was like 21 and selling out arenas. So he wasn't like a fully formed adult saying that giving was, that advice. I don't know when he was I heard that. I, he was, I, he was I young. He was young said. though. Well, I mean, he's he's now he's like 30. Yeah. What? I just mean he's he, he's so young. He made it so right, young. Sure. Right, sure. Yeah. Right. Like he made it it's as like young. It's like saying just win the lottery. Right. And you're like, "Okay, right. how do I do Right. That? It's kind of like if Michael Jordan was teaching basketball and was just like, "Just dunk it. What are you yeah. doing?" Just like fly just spin to the around air. and dunk it. Um, so I remember hearing Eddie Murphy say that young and when I was young and I was like yeah he's right you gotta go for it and then I, I rewatched him when I was like 35 and I was like fuck you you had no retirement fund set up <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's like no no it's time for me to fall back <laughs> I, I think there's it's also there's we, we, we'll get into that later but I feel like people there's a lot of whatever that's a whole other podcast mm. um, alright so then didn't you get involved with like UCB and stuff yeah yeah when I came here probably the second year I was here I started taking classes and auditioning for the mod team I ended up or and and the, what's the one where you're doing improv not mod Lloyd Harold uh, Harold okay so I ended up being on mod which is a sketch team got it and I wrote uh, and I took some sketch classes and then um, the interesting thing about that team was called I hate names why am I my brain doesn't work anymore it's called grandma's ashes mm. I think and uh, Kate McKinnon had just left mm. and uh. Morgan Jarrett who is a friend and also a very talented performer had taken Kate's spot but then had declined the role for the at the time I forget why and so I filled her spot so you so filled kind of like spot? it was kind of like I okay. just yeah but it was by the grace of somebody else re- relinquishing the spot so yeah. you're just praying for her to leave SNL right <laughs> she came down with a stomach flu after <laughs> I gave her some chicken soup it was weird um, uh, yeah so so yeah she was around so so she she started at UCB right Kate? Kate McKinnon. I right? believe so. I had never seen her perform, but then I later got to be in like a, an above average sketch, which was run by Broadway Video, which was oh. owned by Lorne Michaels. And so Kate, he was casting SNL people in it, and I got to meet her and I talked to her about, oh, I just, you know, oh, joined the cool. team that you used to be on. So, so, do, so, and did you get like super involved in UCB? Um, I would say so. Was that huge when you, was it when it, because it became huge at one point? I don't know if it was the heyday, if it was right after the heyday, or right. I, I'm, I'm a little unclear on it. I always felt like an outsider, but that might mm. just be my personality. Like I just felt like I'm not in yet, you know. Yeah, no, that's I'm sure that. And was I think them. it's typical of a lot of people. <laughs> well, I mean, I used to go there. They'd have stand-up shows there. Yeah, they yes. had two stand. I did and a I lot of stand-up there. I produced some shows there. Oh, really? And then um, whenever I'd show I'd up, sketch. they'd be like, "Yes, can I help you?" Every time I went there, and I was like, "I'm on the fucking show." <laughs> <laughs> like they were never. <laughs> not, one time I was in the green room, and they were like, "Can I help you?" And I was like, in "I'm the on the show, lady." <laughs> Why else would I like, be here? Wait, like, yeah, they were. So, um, I remember I went to a wedding 
Yeah. Um, you know Margot Lightman? Yes. She got married to Dan Kurt. Do you know? Uh, no, this is all. They over got married. This is, I think all before my. I, I went to the I wedding. Knew. It was funny. There's a lot of comedians. Yeah. Were you there? I was not. You I there, remember right? when it happened, though. I mean, I remember reading blogs around that era and someone it was, who blogged about it. Well, it was like all. <laughs> it was so weird. It felt like. Um, when you go on like an overnight trip in sixth grade with your class <laughs> and you're like, yeah. it's kind of like all these people you always are around, but yeah. you're overnight with them because it was all comedians and it was out of town. Mm-hmm. Eric so Andre was the best man. Oh, oh that's wow. nice. So you saw them in a different light or in, in Yeah, different... no, it was just like a bunch of people that I knew um, and it was kind of like, oh, we're all here all night. I guess it wasn't that. No, crazy I get it. I, I know what you mean. Yeah, you know, it's, know exactly it's different when you go away about. with your friends for a week, a night, and you're like, "Wow, isn't this crazy? We're all here." Um, uh-huh. But we were older, so I guess it wasn't that crazy. But um, <laughs> there were a lot of UCB people there, okay. and it wasn't like that big a wedding. And I remember there were definitely people I was like around like a lot of the night. Mm-hmm. And then I went to UCB. I did a stand up show. I think that Monday. This was like on Saturday night, mm-hmm. and the guy. Like bartending was one of the Derek comedy guys. Remember how Derek? Yes. Were you there when Derek comedy was the big uh, thing? Yeah, I think so. Do you know who that is? I should probably Donald Glover. Oh, it was, it was, oh. okay. I did see them perform once. Yes, I've heard. I've heard of them. I wasn't around, but it was like what started Donald Glover right. and these two white guys. Um, but one of those white guys was at the wedding, and he was bartending and i was like hey can i get a beer and he got me a beer and i was like hey man but you were you were at that wedding right right and he was like uh, yeah and he just kind of looked at me Whoa. like yeah were you there and i was like <laughs> fuck you i just kind of was like yeah i was like yeah and then i just walked away i was like yeah i was next to you on the dance floor for four hours we dude hugged, really man. that sounds like such a painful interaction well, that's the thing <laughs> like, yeah i oh. think i think if you didn't if you don't know someone's middle name and yeah. you haven't like crashed on their couch and had some kind of near-death experience with them, then you're not a part of that insular, inside Mm -hmm. joke, inside story community. And a lot of it comes from being on the same improv team, but then after you're done rehearsing, you then hang out at each other's homes. Yeah, that's really intimate. That's the impression that I get. It seems more intimate being on an improv team than just doing spots in the city with people. Yeah, stand-up does feel a little bit different, It's so isolating, but it's also, you do find your your friend, I feel like I'm speaking for probably, I'm sure this doesn't apply to everyone, but there's people that you get along with like super well and you might establish that kind of relationship with. But mm-hmm. the whole stand-up thing is very like you're by yourself a lot of the time, mm-hmm. I feel like. Especially right. in New York City running around. Yeah, and you're yeah. on your own. And I did do an improv. I was on like an indie improv team outside of it. Mm-hmm. And I used to do their UCB jams, which are like open mics. So I'd, anything that you could do, I was always trying to do. Right. And I had moments where I was like on the UCB page, performer page and acknowledged and then other times where, yeah, like I'd be at the ticket booth and nobody really, oh, I wouldn't wow. know them and they wouldn't know me. Right. So, you know, I don't know. I, no, I, I no. did have a you long have such history a, with You have it. way more positive outlook than Tom does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like well, about, I do. I probably, feel like I'm coming across the really... Guy no, no, remember. no, 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 no. You're no, coming across no, very, and very This positive. whole thing is that <laughs> now that I'm older, I look back when I was like really in the thick of that whole scene. Yeah. It just all seems so ridiculous. I mean, it is like high school. Yeah. I'm like, it's so stupid. It was just like, and what it is, it's like it's a bunch of young people. It's really competitive. Everyone thinks they're the best. You kind of feel like, and you know, that you, there's a lot of a lot of people kind of like big timing you. And not, it's that thing, you know, where like um, I've had it where pe- I know people are pretending not to remember me because it makes them <laughs> feel like they're like big sh- hot shit. It's almost like remembering someone makes you look like a loser or something. Interesting. You never, you, that you never thought super of that. Insecure. No, I did have an interaction <laughs> with somebody. 
There's people who made that, me feel that, like they were doing that. Like I was like, mm. you know better. Why are you acting like that? And mm. but I, I mean, I'll share it off camera or off uh, mm-hmm. mic. Off camera. <laughs> this um, is yo, this Oh, we're both. Yeah, no, you're on camera. Here? A yeah, really yeah, yeah. big, a really a big a comedian who's huge now did that to me once, and I like called them out on it. I didn't. I didn't say. I just mm-hmm. kind of made. I could a, almost guess like among three names who that would be, <laughs> just really? based on personalities that I've. It was a girl. With. Okay, then Ooh. and and it wasn't. You called her out? I didn't, I didn't. This is what happened. Like, I had met her. Like, oh, you know, this is what annoyed me about it. Th- okay. This is why I knew it was – we'll get off this fast. But anyway, sure, sure. I the, the way I had met her, they, they were an L.A. comic, and she messaged me. This is MySpace days. Yeah. And she was like, hey, um, so-and-so, I heard you on this CD that Comedy Central put out. I heard you on it. I, I'm, I thought you were really funny. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. I was like, oh, thanks. Two years later, I saw her in New York, and I was like, hey, I met her in person. And I was like, hey, I talked to her for a little while. Right. Then maybe a year later, I was like, hey, at another place. I go, hey, and she goes, hey, who are you? Oh, oh that's so annoying. That that's rough. And she was like, have we met? And I go, no, and I just walk away. That, <laughs> oh, that's what I meant. That's what I meant by calling her out. I go, no. And then and then I saw her at another bar that night. She goes, I'm sorry I did that. I don't know why I did that. And oh, I go, she said oh, that? Okay. Oh, she well, said she sorry. She did you. say sorry. And, and then next time I no, saw she, her, I completely ignored her and oh. then um <laughs> he keeps the detailed yeah. book of all these interactions i feel like your responses are i didn't just very i i just was like i get look, it. if you don't know me i'm not gonna go say anything to sure. you. but then i saw her again and like it was we talked oh it was good we didn't bring it up it's just it, it was fine later and then she became really famous pretty famous <laughs> cool. not the biggest but you know <laughs> Big enough that she doesn't remember you all over again. Uh, it was yeah. Gail King. <laughs> I knew it. Um, um, I know from the so. All right, so the auntie get, I was not named after. Yes. Can we? Um, so, you, so you had your didn't you like hosted a show for a while, right? On True TV, I did. What was it called? I I hosted it with a man named Matt Lackowitz. It Is was he a called comedian? You Can Do Better. No, he wrote a book, and that was the the show was created around that book. Mm. So he's a comedy writer who had submitted to publications like McSweeney's, and then he decided to write his own book after he had owned a bar for a while. So he's a cool guy that does his own thing when he wants. He's a musical theater background. That's awesome. And yeah, he's really positive. He does like yoga every day, but also drinks. You know, oh. really well at the end of the night. So he was <laughs> really a, well. Real, I don't know what you say. Like, this guy, he's got a problem. I've never seen that. <laughs> yeah, look at the guy drinking. He's doing that really well <laughs> <laughs> with fortitude and dedication. Oh wow! So he's a man of. Uh, I know he doesn't like punch the police. Contradictions or whatever you say. I don't know what do you call that when someone's uh, a walking contradiction, a paradox. Sure, he's a, a paradox. paradox. He's an enigma. Yin and yang. But a very positive, friendly guy that I consider a friend. And um, really, and so we, we hate ended him. up. Yeah, I don't good. like. <laughs> now let's have a feud with him. He didn't say hi to us. Yeah, anymore. he didn't say hi. He pretended not to know you. He's actually in the corner of the apartment. Not he was doing yoga us. drunk, and he was just <laughs> mad at <Yeah>. us. <laughs> drunk yoga is yeah, probably doing, the next big was, thing. That probably after, I can't believe that yoga. isn't that thing yet. He was drinking really well while doing yoga. <laughs> I will take your advice and spin it into a positive. All Someone right? should start that drunk I like, yoga. I love it. Someone will. Um, so, so anyway, so how did so how did you get so, that? So so Matt and I got Matt was already a part of the project, and he and the production team, Red Tail Media, that he was working with, were casting in order to pitch to a network. Yeah. Okay. And so we had a Skype. I, I think they reached out to me through email. Somebody on their production team was doing their homework and looking right. up talent. 
in both LA and so New they York. cast you basically before they even had the show. Yeah, I think either well, that they were or pitching the, the show or the or the yeah. network had greenlit it, but they were like, you need to have some balance oh, to your host. I think yeah. that might have been the thing. Mm. And so, yeah, a lot of work I've gotten has been through Skype meetings like that of just like <laughs> let's chem- chemistry test, let's see how it's going. Right, and so no pressure. Yeah, that is. I mean, for me, that's that would be a nightmare preparing for that. I mean, <laughs> let's what see do if you, you have do? chemistry over Skype. Yeah, of course not. What do you mean? <laughs> We're going to yell at you out a window and see if you have chemistry. <laughs> what do you, what I, do you want me to do, dude? I, don't know. I feel like you'd probably be good at like having yeah, you, chemistry. Though. You're going to be. Think yeah. I would. Yeah, I mine would, would just be like, what? <laughs> I even when, when it's always funny to me when friends have job interviews over the phone and they're like, yeah. what do I do? And I'm like, it's the easiest thing in the world. You wear your pajamas and right. feel comfortable. Yeah, that's true. You like, you know, you smile, yeah. and I don't know something about. I maybe I just feel in my element when someone's just like, just be yourself. It's like, okay, good. It's acting that's hard for me. They're like, be a very sad widow now, and I'm like, <laughs> I can't stop smiling. I don't know. <laughs> that I is. almost feel like doing stand up like beats out any like acting instincts you would have because like it's so the opposite of act because i studied acting i wanted like when i was younger i wanted to be an actor mm-hmm. i mean i wanted to be like i think i wanted to be a comedian but i i just i saw people in movies and i liked movies and i was like i'm funny i should like that was literally like my plan. Who do you remember plan. seeing that you wanted to it, be it that? was uh, it was Tom uh, it Cruise was in top gun no no it was funny guys uh-huh. um like who? Like Tom Bill Hanks Murray? Like, you know, Christopher Reeve. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I was trying to think of the least. You know, Christopher Plummer. Um, <laughs> In the sound of music. <laughs> when he plays that whistle for his children to come. Julie Andrews. Ah, such a dry uh, wit. Betty Davis. <laughs> the funny ones that I, that I related to. No, um, it was like Bill Murray was the first. And, and you know, yeah. it's so funny because like. I remember when I got older and I was in comedy, I was like, you know, I really like Bill Murray. You know, and everyone's like, yeah, that's why we're all doing this. We all love Bill Murray. Like, wow, you liked Bill Murray? The greatest comedy guy in the world? Like, yeah, no, I thought he was good. Uh, It's like going to music and be like, it's like if I went to music, I was like, you guys, the Beatles. Yeah, I liked them. I thought they were pretty cool. When I was, so Bill. I'm going to go out on a limb here. But like, Bill Murray was the guy that, like, you know, but I was really young and I was like, oh, I really like that guy and then like uh you know like i love the snl guys like chevy chase sure. uh, then i you know who i really loved as a kid um was jason bateman when he was a kid actor oh people and f- valerie's family before that people don't like do you know i didn't uh, even know uh, jason bateman was a child actor i had no idea <laughs> he was on a show he knows him as an old man i do kind of know him as like a middle-aged man no but that's what's <laughs> amazing mean, i'm being sincere <laughs> i want to ask i know i want to ask your influences and i want to hear them be oh like, they're just like they're gonna be younger than adam sandler and, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be andy samberg and well kind of yeah. i mean probably <laughs> no I, I i loved andy samberg that guy's way funnier andy than me andy samberg, yeah but um it's very cool yeah jason bateman was i well, i started getting really into like the 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 younger fun actors around my age because okay. I was like oh I'm like that guy so Jason May was on a show called Silver Spoons in 1983 I didn't know he was on Silver Spoons yeah. and I remember seeing Alfonso Romero on there and Rick Schroeder is yeah I've heard, I've heard of, of this show and I've seen The Blonde Kid sure yeah so I didn't know he Jason was Bateman was his like shitty he was kind of like the Eddie Haskell friend like the shitty the bully friend. Not really a bully. He was he was really polite to all the adults, like okay. fake polite. Right. And then when the adults left, he was like the biggest asshole to all. He was always making the comments. Like, yeah. I think that's why I like because he I was like go watch that on YouTube now. So then he was so funny on it. They gave him his own show called It's Your Move. Oh, it was on NBC. Wow. It was Jason Bateman was the star, and he was this like kind of like. 
wisecracking, sarcastic, obnoxious, like a kind of unlikable kid who was mm-hmm. always scamming people. Mm-hmm. And it was really like it was really funny and really dark. And they it was actually the creators of Married with Children created uh-huh. it three years before. So you know how Married with Children's like dark yeah. humor? It mm-hmm. was like that humor, but before it was on like NBC. So no one mm-hmm. people were like, What is this? This kid's like an asshole. <laughs> like he's really doing yeah. awful and he was always doing bad things. So uh-huh. it got canceled after the first season. But it's like your move. I gotta look that one up too. It's yeah. on That's YouTube so some of it. And okay. um I and I was like I I remember he he was like two or three years older than me and I was like that's me <laughs> like the guy always had like the obnoxious comment you know yeah. always like had the last word so that's how I that, that became what 90s comedy was about like sure. that may have been the 80s but like that precociousness mm-hmm. you know right. was such a theme when I was growing up even, even in commercials you remember when there was like um there was some Apple Jacks or Golden Grams commercial and the dad would, or a parent would walk in and be like why do you kids like this and then yeah. these kids would all look at each other and be like we just do. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Dad. Which yeah. <laughs> was basically the vibe of nineties. If you 90s. watch any nineties yeah. commercials, yeah. that's yeah. always the tone. It doesn't even taste like apples. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh idiot. Yeah. yeah. Get him out of here. The Gen yeah. X. Also, kid. buy us more cereal. Now all the <laughs> dad. Now all the kids are like they with parents walk in. They're like, "You're eating Apple Jacks. Why are you crying? <laughs> what? <laughs> like the world know? is scared. Because yeah. oh, didn't yeah. they become babies? I feel like Gen X was like we were very like sarcastic and like. Um, we were just kind of over everything. Oh, that's you know? nuts. Just, I think that still exists. You're that's right, just young right. people. That's just how they are. Yeah, we, we had this thing when we were kids. We <laughs> yeah, were kind of like, I got to, yeah, I got to but, uh, but the 80s, I guess, started it because it was yeah. like, it was like peak Hall. consumerism is like, I think, mm-hmm. really kind of like what made it. Because like before the 80s, it was like, yeah, you had kids, I'm sure, that were kind of smarmy or whatever you want to call it. But like, it wasn't like, they it were. wasn't promoted in culture. Like, right. that wasn't, like, a good thing. You know what I mean? I it, know. We're, what were the kid-focused shows in the 70s? Because Different Strokes was 80s, right? It wasn't that really was 80s. 80s. I love that there's a huge era of just not your biological children. There yes. Was, like, yes. Small Wonder, who was a robot. Yes. <laughs> Different Strokes, yeah. which were adopted. Punky yeah. Brewster was, like, a boxcar child. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, yeah. there were a lot of uh, infertile writers. <laughs> At that point, <laughs> or they just were estranged from their own kids, or and something like, like who that. Who needs them? Yeah, and then later, all movies became about uh, the uh, the future, where um, uh, where in the future you just murdered kids. What? Have you noticed? I feel like that's a trend in what, movies now. Oh, like or Hunger now. Games. Oh, sure. Yeah, I feel like there's all these movies yeah. now that it's like in the future you get to kill kids, and it's just like allowed. <laughs> <laughs> just you know like all so these like mad sociologists should study these trends but it's yeah. like all these Ooh. mad parents like children. you know what? i'm gonna write a thing but it's just it's clear like you don't like your kid <laughs> <laughs> whoever wrote the hunger you games don't know them. Kids. right because oh it's like gosh. it's not even like oh they're killing kids it's like oh that's the law now you have to kill them every year no so um it's understood so yeah. when i was going with the it is funny how i i turned out I, it's so clear I, I why i turned out such a sarcastic guy was because when I was during the 80s on every show there was like a kid mm-hmm. almost my age a boy who <laughs> always was sarcastic and shit like growing pains yeah mm-hmm. Mike Seaver Kirk Cameron you know and then like Ferris Bueller sure, yep. sure. Yep. Um, yeah like precociousness was huge yep. it was just and always like so the, re- rebellious and the young right. male who just knew everything and like shit uh, so I became totally that kid so I th- but I don't know if that's the I didn't want to become an actor in the classic sense of like I saw you know Macbeth I saw like oh these you know these kids are ass I'm kind of a funny asshole. Like I should do those things. Uh-huh. 
So that's, funny. that's why I was interested. In, well, I used in to acting. watch commercials and want, I really just wanted to be able to eat the things that kids were eating, like fruit roll ups. Yeah, same. My mom was, it was, were, were your parents, they didn't allow it? No, like, no, I was not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. did you want to grape was, nuts? We ate a ton of grape nuts. Oh, grape nuts suck. You, you know, know how long yes. it takes a kid to eat a bowl of grape Dude, nuts? Dude, I wouldn't have eaten them. <laughs> and do you have, and you, do you remember <laughs> the chomping, the endless chomping? Yeah. The commercial for grape nuts made it look so good. <laughs> like, I remember making yeah. my mom buy it. <laughs> And then putting in it in, and I was do? like eating, and I was like, "This is shit. What is this? This doesn't look like it was just like a lump so of dust. Yeah, it goes from being so hard to just mush. just mushy. So I remember I just kept pouring oh. sugar on. It. So I was just eating yeah, yeah. sugar I ate a at ton one point. Of sugar for grapenuts. but that was great. But anyway, my point being, now I sure. I, I do act in commercials, and so it's yeah. been nice to see, I guess, at least one childhood dream come true, like. I may not be Bill Murray. Did you ever but... get to eat the, the fruit roll-ups? Um, <laughs> no. No, well, I did learn that you don't eat the food in the commercial. Right. You get Wasn't that a bummer? Take after take. Yeah. I tried, too. I was like, <laughs> oh, I heard about spit buckets, but no, I'm here to enjoy myself. It's so funny. Were you, <laughs> and were, I got so sick. Were you, was your mom not buying a lot of food? Like, you're like, you know what? I want to be in commercials. Why? Because they have to eat food. Because <laughs> well, <but laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> I want to eat the food. Like, why don't you just ask your mom to buy you some fruit roll-ups? In hindsight. No, this will be easier. <laughs> Wait, what were you going to say, Alex? Oh, I was going to say, you don't understand how hard it is. Like, back then, I don't know. Like, my mom would not have given us snacks if you said, I mean, there, there was nothing that would have allowed my mom to get fruit roll-ups. Like, like she thought oh, she, oh, we were all going to die if we ate fruit so roll-ups. So you had one of the, the, those families. Yeah. I, I'm, my I'm mom assuming, wasn't that was health common. conscious. Yeah. It might have been financial of just like, I'm oh, not really? spending $7 oh, on fruit snacks. Okay. But it, but it was also because... She just liked a balanced meal. So there was always meat, vegetables, yes, and starch or whatever starch. on the plate. But there was also country time lemonade, which is just pure sugar. You add water. Yeah. So it's like Kool-Aid. Wait, the one with the mix? Yeah. You we mix. had that too, though. Okay. Why yeah. did we have that? I don't that? know. So there was a lot of misinformation. I think they kind of trick you. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, this is a drink. Oh, that, we only learned later about high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. And, and that like, and the iced tea mix. Yeah. Oh, God. So we're kind of lucky we got spared the fruit roll-ups since we were sure. already getting it in our ketchup. Yeah, we had enough sugar, I think. Teriyaki I actually was never – I just remember eating so much candy i was like, so jealous did you buy it yourself like you went to the corner store and I bought, bought it, it myself school? i usually bought it myself but there was always something sweet we always had the sweetest cereal like yeah. i mean it was like pure sugar if i had my own cash on me after school after i mean remember in middle school I'd get off the bus stop and then go to a local pharmacy and it, we would get like a hostess fruit pie and a snapple which is uh, so much yeah. i can't even take that now as an adult I know. no i can't like two bites there is like, like no good. way i could eat well, that I now. Did, do you remember the stomach cakes as a kid <laughs> do you remember they were bad and and now i get i i, I would have a full brisk iced tea with like whatever the the just ice cream and dude i would die if i ate that right now like it's really bad i don't even now think you're allowed to it. buy that anymore yeah you yeah. can't have people the, give you looks the whole for sure. Those, uh, it's funny. This is gonna be really got off your show. Um, I, oh. we just got off on a tangent, but those those hostess fruit pies weren't they just coated in yes, sugar? A visible yeah. like white coating. You, of You sugar. could like see the sugar yeah, coating. You had to crack through it with you know a utensil right. before and you got And then inside the pie crust. it was even sweeter. Right. Oh, yeah. oh, man, it was those ridiculous. Are the best. Yeah. yeah, I loved so, it. All right, so 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 you start doing that show for True TV. <laughs> I'm just curious because I I was on a show. What year were you, was that show? Oh, uh, it, it ran 2016 and 2017. Okay, cool. So how was that? It was fun. Did you do it here? I loved it. It was a great stepping stone. No, we shot it in L.A. And I had just the I think the big job I finished before that was um, celebrity journalism for People. 
People Magazine oh, had wow. created a website and had a streaming show, and it still exists. That's called People Now. Mm-hmm. And I had a male co-host uh, named Jeremy Parsons. And so I, I was just off of the, that, where I had learned how to read a prompter. I was not phased by interviewing celebrities. I had done enough by then. And I could also listen through a head an earpiece. Ah, so yeah. what I learned at You Can Do Better on True was it was still – I was hosting to camera – um, we were still going, reading some scripts, like some parts were scripted, but um, I had to just do it all day long. And yeah. so, whereas the morning show was just from 6 a.m. to like 10 a.m. and then you leave by 3 p.m., so you're only on camera for a few hours, yeah. uh, this was all long. day. Like 12 wait, hour wait, day. Wait, 12 hours Wait, wait on which ca- one was all day? True TV. True TV. So that was on location. So they would be like, okay, first we're going to shoot, you know, at the top of the morning, we're going to shoot this scene outdoors. Then we're going to go over to this bar and shoot the bar scene. So a lot of it, it that was. That sounds um, hard. Yeah, the, it was. It was just, it, it was just, it taught me endurance. And you had to kind of keep up morale for everybody. Because if you started complaining, yeah. who had been there before you? Of course. And so they were right. like, get it together, woman. Yeah. And also, you know, so I, it was, it was a good lesson in like. When you started doing those. Everybody. things what, what was your experience were you like oh wow this is nothing like i thought it would be watching it from the outside do you know what i mean like little by little through through each job i've had i think there's been some unfun part about it that made me go oh that's what this is all about mm-hmm. but it still is what makes me say i still want to work on a soap opera if i can and i still want to do a film if i can like i want to see everything you can do in entertainment right um i guess it's just like whenever i've done anything i'm always like wow this what i wouldn't looked- like about it not even that I don't like it, but just it's so different. I'm always like, oh, wow, this is nothing like I thought. Like when I would watch TV, I'd be like, oh, it must be like so comfortable. You're doing-. And then when I would shoot things, I'd be like, wow, this is the most uncomfortable I've ever been. In my- There's people standing here. I think just seeing how small a television studio was, like if you watched a taping of a late night show and you saw how tiny the studio was. <laughs> yeah, that's always upsetting. There'd right? be that. <laughs> yeah. Although Letterman's, you know, and now Colbert, like yeah. Ed Sullivan Theater is still the Ed Sullivan Theater. Yeah. It looks great. But, um, but just like Studio 8H, for example would is smaller than you think and so just knowing that which what, what's that is i that think when SNL? i was there it was like did i see fallon no it wasn't fallon it was um conan late night with conan o'brien oh, so any yeah. any late night i think right i went to that one two um, years ago so, so yeah. then so you did that for like two years that show yeah and did it get, um did it get canceled or yeah they did not renew it the true had just got the tagline it's funny because it's true and they were going in the direction of more comedy so yeah. our show was a little too informational and maybe oh. they weren't getting the ratings they wanted but i had a great time interacting with the fans did on you, Twitter. Really? <laughs> yeah. The, did you, you like same people show working up with... The, did you have a good experience with True TV? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. The True I've folks were really I've heard great things about them. Yeah, everyone that's worked with them that we know, at least. I don't know. I, I did a show for them, like, you know, kind, way before they rebranded. Mm. Do you remember? It was called World's Dumbest. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was a... Yeah, I think it was in high school when that was, show was on. It just it was it was on for a while. I think they just canceled like two or three years. ago. I was going to say it feels like I it was still recent. I remember when that was when True TV had come out though, and that yeah. was like that was the content they had. They first called they it, came out. It was like countdown shows. Yeah, they first yeah. called it Smoking Gun Presents, mm. the world's dumbest. So mm. that kind of that's when I did it, and but it was Court TV before then. So it's been through oh, a lot of okay. changes. Oh, okay. And when I was doing that show, World's Dumbest, which is like. You know, you know, it was like they show clips of horrible things happening, and <laughs> right. then they'd be like, you know, they should cut to a comedian or like the big thing was. I love that Talking head stuff. Yeah, yeah, like that best era week of, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Fun well, so, I used to like, watch the shit out of that. Yeah, did you? And the oh big God, thing yeah. is that they had like 
weird D-list celebrities yeah, on it who had sure. been in trouble with it, like Danny Bonaducci, Tanya <laughs> Harding. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, that was strange because that would be someone else writing for them, right? Yeah, it was, it was Most that. likely. I liked yeah. it when it was like Michael Ian Black, right. comedians, you know. You well, know, so that was best week ever. That. Yeah. So what happened was those talking head shows were huge. And I was – and for like three years, I was like rotating. I did like a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And I was I was doing a bunch for VH1, and then I did some for Animal Planet, and and I thought I was like good for those because I'm good at like being like watching something and being like that guy's an idiot, <laughs> sure, you know? sure. So, uh, that snarky bad boy comes out. <laughs> kind of like loved me, so like I finally made it on Best Week Ever, and that was like the big one. That yeah. was like the one that paid a lot, and like celebrities were on it, and. Mm-hmm. But it was really shitty because I was like the last one in, so like I always got edited out of it because I was like the last. Mm. Um, like I really had to be good to get on it, mm-hmm. so I wasn't on it that much. So at the same time, True TV had World's Dumbest. I think the producer from Best Week Ever like told them about me, so they brought me in, and um, I remember being very like, ugh, you know, kind of like this is beneath me. Oh, like dude. I didn't say that to them, but. <laughs> <laughs> Very honest on the podcast, just his, Tom. Just with his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no he one could just... tell. <laughs> no, no. I, well, I was okay. He would run his hand along the wall and check for dust. He didn't say it though. Mm, hello. <laughs> I'd be like, I, I, I had a very strict rule: no eye contact <laughs> when I was in the right. vicinity of, right. of the building. Right, right. Um, and uh, well, so the first time I did it, I was no, I was, I didn't like go in and go. This is shitty. I was like, whatever, it's fine. You know, you but I was like, look, I'm though, best yeah. week right. ever. You know, Got hey, it. I'm, I'm like big shit. <laughs> look, um, which is hilarious. <laughs> so one day they were like, hey, we're doing this thing. We're like, it's about pigs. So can you put on this pig nose? And I was like, no. I'm, I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh god, that was like that, that. that was like my first, <laughs> maybe only showbiz <laughs> moment. I like that sh- you know yourself well enough to not <laughs> do it. Yeah, and I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. <laughs> and they were like, you don't want to. Do it? I'm like, I just don't want. I think I wouldn't like that. And oh, um, that was my first day, and they kept having me on. I think they might have been like, oh, maybe he like, you know, maybe he is good. Well, there is a there is a phrase that I've heard many times, which is your no is stronger than your yes in this business. So <laughs> yeah. you can if you have the guts to say no to something, it turns out you that, might not lose out as much as you think. You know, they're like, oh, OK, fine. Don't do it. then. That was my big no. <laughs> I won't. And then the, the, oink oink piggy, like of course. And then I dude. watched it, and there's people wearing pig nose, and I was like, and I, no, and I was like, you know what? I'd rather just not be on this show <laughs> than be on a show with a. It sounds like know, you just creatively objected to the funniness of yeah, it. You're like, yeah. look, that's not, that's not going to work. Right, right. But you know, like you see people in showbiz, and like they've been in showbiz for a while, and then they they can't get work, so they go on like the show where they're like fat or you know what I mean, like celebrity. Sure. Fit, sure and sure, it's sure. like, just why don't you just not be in? showbiz anymore you know, like wouldn't you rather just get another job than like be on this show well you- i hear what you're saying but i think humbling yourself or being humbled is a huge part of being in entertainment for a long time like you're just you're right, not going right. to get away from moments that make you feel like <laughs> no i this know this is this is crap but um i know i, I love how i did it like like three years into my tv <laughs> this like, is shit I'm not, I'm not standing for this no i'm sure other people did it too and and they probably got super far because they had different standards but no and there'd um, be people like taking their pants off on the show and one time they I were hear, like yeah. they were like hey um we're doing this thing where like it's supposed to be someone on the toilet can you like 
take your pants down and pretend you're on the toilet. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I don't want people to think I'm on the toilet. I watched the show. Yeah. They just made it look like they just put in a toilet. Yeah. Under you? Yeah. They just they just oh, added darn. in a toilet. Yeah. You were playing ball, Tom. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I'm not even making toilet. I'm just I was just doing a normal joke and I'm on now I'm on the toilet. <laughs> they fucked you, dude. <laughs> so all right, this is this is the yeah, end of, yeah, this yeah. is the end of that era. So then like um I was on it for like two years and then you know, they wouldn't call me in every week. They'd be like maybe a month would go by and I wouldn't be on it, but they'd call me in and then um I hadn't been called in for like two months. It was during the summer, and I ran into like a producer, like a coffee shop. I was like, "Oh, are you guys on? You on break now?" And he was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "I real? I'm like, oh, I'm just not on that show anymore." Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so yeah. they just stopped calling me in, and uh, I remember like four months later, I, I like didn't have a job, and I was like. Maybe I should contact them. Should. Best week ever, ever was over. And, yeah. <laughs> you you show up with a pig nose pig on, nose and, you're on like, hey, and it's yes. on a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that was well, my. Ex- it sounds like yours was a different one because you actually had like a show that they were you- in a different. Yeah, they were in a different space. They had gotten a. I think no a more pig good, noses. Good size budget for trying new material, and they were super. They let us be experimental. I mean, they came down with a ton of notes, and there were stresses with that job but i was shielded from a lot of it because i wasn't one of the creators and i wasn't mm. on the production team i was just talent and so um so i enjoyed you, myself so do you ultimately want to like do stuff like that like like kind of like that's part post- of yeah i mean on camera and, or do you want to like act i would like to act as well i mean i take i've done that I've right taken acting classes through the years to weren't try you in to broad tap city I was on Broad City. Oh, that's cool. What? What? I am. Can we well, not talk because, about it? No, you can. But if you see what do I they did live? on Broad City. Oh, no. What? They just keep me walking. I'm walking into a, a <laughs> locker room and I'm clapping. And maybe you can hear my voice. <laughs> but we're chanting in unison. Oh. So, <laughs> I mean, this really? is, yeah, this is yeah. very... I remember that. This is very par for the course for entertainment in general. But like... Yeah. You know, you can spend a ton of time auditioning and then you can spend a ton of time on set and recording. And like you said, some stuff gets cut. Yeah. So, but even though that might have been a like a reduced appearance or whatever, um, I still have people like <laughs> strangers through Instagram who are just like, wow, but Brazzini just came on. I can't believe I saw you. Because I think it does that. Your brain just works so quickly when you see a glimpse of somebody. Oh, yeah. I just passed on the street. Uh, I wish I had looked up his name before I got here. But a character actor who'd been in a ton of stuff. But uh, what I remember him most from... Leonardo was, DiCaprio? No, he played... Was, was it... What's the Scream knockoff that's supposed to be funny? Oh, uh, Scary, uh, movie. Scary Movie? Scary Movie. He played, like, the, the sheriff in Scary Movie. Oh, yeah. Is he bald? Yes. And he's tall and he's got gray hair and stubble. He I actually remember a really funny part of him in that... Is is he the guy who like they call her in and they're showing photos because mm-hmm. someone tried to kill her, and they're like, take a look at some of these, and then they show what she's looking at. And it's pictures of him and his underwear. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that, that, that guy. So I just passed him. Like I just passed him like this downtown today on the way to an audition, and I didn't even bother to like look up his name, you know, yeah. to jog my own memory. But I was just like, hey, you know. So that did effect, you say something to him? No, no, no but no. I know what you're saying because like, I didn't know his name and I didn't know what I knew him right, from. I right. just knew that I've seen him through my life. And I think the same kind of split second thing happens to even if I'm in a commercial for two seconds. You oh know, yeah, and people are like, oh cool, you're on TV. Yeah, you're you're rich. Can I so buy? I laugh when you say Broad City. It's a wonderful show, and right. it's launched several careers. Yeah. Were you there when they were there? They came out of there, right? They were in the scene. Yeah, Abby was there. Oh, you mean UCB? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing them do a 
like a run. You know how you hit, you can get a run of a show somewhere? They yeah. had one based on camp. They were together. And the next thing I knew, I was reading about Amy Poehler greenlighting their web right. series or something. Yeah. I so, knew one of them, um, the, the Alonic Laser, like... The Alana Glazer. No, no, I, the, 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 I, I, I was yeah. going to say yes. something. The one who was Alana Glazer. Um, <laughs> I knew Abby her, Jacobson. and then um, I didn't really know Abby, but then um, I remember I saw Alana at, a, at Caroline's, and she was like, hi, Tom. And I, and I kind of was like, oh, hey. This has happened to me with like so many people who become like the biggest stars in the world, where mm-hmm. like they say hi to me. I don't know who they are. <laughs> um, I don't have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? No, no. Then they become hugely famous. Oh, right. Um, so it's so almost like, like I, I, then... I must have some power. Like if I don't remember you or something at the beginning, then you're going to become. So anyway. Um, I no, I, I have I, I have something similar where it's like somebody will ask me to work with them, and if it doesn't work for my schedule, I'm like, oh, sorry, I can't do your little thing right now, and then do, they skyrocket. Yeah, I, have I can't like do the Avengers. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't do your little web series that you want to do, and then it's like, oh, it was also picked up by Chris Rock now, so yeah, right, I don't right. need you anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that I have that superpower too of just like I'm like, oh, I didn't. I, I should just say yes to everything. <laughs> yeah, yes, has that no. happened? Where you like turn somebody down, and then I guess that has happened. A lot. Yeah, it's just it's a ton. Just a, There's just a ton of things I just can't. You know, like if they don't fit your schedule or if the pay isn't right or something mm-hmm. and you have to say no to them or you just don't know the person peripherally. So you, you're like, I don't really know if I can yeah. trust that you know yeah. how to do comedy. And then that happens to be somebody that. And you're married to a comedian, right? Yeah, that did great. So you never know. Luke Thayer? Yeah, Luke Thayer. Oh, can we say that? Please. She okay. said it earlier. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, perfect. We can say it again. <laughs> and um, what, what is that like being married um, to a comedian? Is it? We've been married for 10 Ten years now. Wow! Congrats. Thanks. Known each other for almost fifteen, and so uh, we're just like BFFs, and we also right talk about comedy. Is it just funny? Do you talk about comedy all the time? Yeah, probably weekly. Really? I don't know if it's daily, but it's weekly because he because we both work every day, so it'll be like, "How was your work day, honey?" You know. Yeah. What I can't stand though is, um, and what he can't stand out of me is if. He comes in and wants to have an opinion on comedy, and I'm not in the mood to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. And he just wants to, a soundboard, like, doesn't it suck when this happens and this uh, injustice yeah. or whatever? He's just frustrated about something. It's something I can totally relate to, and it's like, yeah, I've been there too. But I'm in the mood to like be like, let's not... Yeah, let's watch Stranger Things. You know, or just like, let's not say anything negative about comedy right now. Let's be optimistic. And he'll be like, why are you acting like you don't feel the same way sometimes. So we're sometimes out of sync when it Do comes you know? to those Because you, you seem pretty... Uh, you must get really mad, though, like, at home alone or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get that vibe at all. <laughs> no, because I'm saying you're really positive, so I feel like there has to be a time where, like... Maybe. So I don't know. I come across positive. I don't know. I think, um... No, I think uh, it's hard, but it's kind of like... I don't have anything else to fall back on, so I don't know what I would. No, no, I oh like you know what I was saying, like yeah, why would yeah. I shoot myself in the foot? So I think maybe no, no, I'm I mean, operating on the. the I mean, just idea about everything. There's a ton of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just, maybe there's just I could yeah. There's things I take into account of like yeah, these people have wronged me. There are names that come to mind when it comes to petty people. You know, like there's that. Right. I just don't waste my time. Are you good at moving on about, about stuff it. like that? Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She's a you healthy are. person. I don't want to. We're we're not. I mean, I'm actually like trying. To, yeah, I've like made a um, an effort. More. <laughs> I'm not. So I'm just, I'm just very. I'm just very honest. Like if I know, someone is like shitting at me, I tell the story, and I'm like, this person did this. I can't believe sure. they did this. And I, no, no. And I almost think I like it's like that. kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. Um, I'm also kidding. 
by the yeah, way. Yeah. I mean, but she I feel is like possible, people have an idea of me not, of like, oh, yeah, you're it's just not interesting to be diplomatic. It right. really isn't. It's That's, just, I don't know, professionally safe, I guess. But it's, uh, yeah, well, it's, it's much funnier. Smart and it's likable and it's good. You should keep doing it. <laughs> well, if you don't, yeah, we want to cast you on our podcast. <laughs> Great. I'm yeah. in. If I had a pot, if I you had a balance, is yeah. this going to air or is this just for, this is for us? <laughs> I think your positivity broke the, uh, well, he's going to listen to it while he tries to go to sleep. So, yeah, I listen to this podcast all the time. And so I don't know if people do that. I I listen and like I I mean I I laugh at other things but like I literally laugh at things I say on the podcast. <laughs> it's yeah, you can tap into what brings you joy and that's great. Do you find that? Do You'll you ever listen longer. to yourself and like, wow, that was good? No, no, no I really never. can't. I have never listened literally, to a podcast I've been on ever. Never. You I haven't? can't listen to myself talking and aimlessly talking. No, no, I can't. A lot of times, you know, I'm like, without a wait, plan. Wait, what's the thought you have when you're hearing yourself? If you have to hear it. Oh man, shut up. Yeah, it's just like you're the lamest guy of all time. <laughs> what? That's like not you suck. Right, so like, you're it's on, real negative. So you're gotcha. on board with gotcha, the. Gotcha. Yeah. So you're right. on board with the public. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Mine you don't like more. me. Dude. <laughs> of course, I love you. Yeah, I'm endearing. I've no, been told actually, I'm likable. You are really uh-huh. likable. All right. I think so. And cool. Thank you. Um. I should probably just leave. I'm like the least likable person here. It almost makes me uncomfortable when people like me. You ever have like you meet someone and they like you and you're like, yeah, you know, just. See, that's a sign that you don't like yourself, man. Because, yeah, because you can't believe that someone likes you. Um. All right, cool. This they need to. Like they different. need to kind of like be engaged, but not too interested. Is that I understand it? that they like me. I think like I'm like I get worried that I'm going to do something at, that's going to make them not like me because mm. I'm like, look, I'm going to be in a bad mood. At, like, like if I date someone and they seem to like me, I'm like, all right, just you know, let's have a couple of nights. <laughs> sure. Slow down. Yeah. yeah, but um, that's kind of normal for everybody, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, when I, got that, I, I don't. The only thing my problem with listening to a podcast is I always listen to it as someone else. So, like, you know, I'll run it back in my mind when I leave here about like who did I mention by name and mm. like Joe? Did I say his last name right? Is he going to be listening to this? And is he going to be like, <sighs> how many opportunities have I given you and you can't remember my name? You know, like yeah. that's the kind of thing I do oh, where wow. I just critique myself as someone else, even though that person in real life wouldn't. So, would you say bother me? That seems like something that would you say you're hard on yourself a little bit? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It seems it's, like yeah. um, what do you call that? I, it's I'm really trying to unlearn people pleasing. Like I just yeah. spent decades of just like. Oh yeah. Like Were you a me. people pleaser? Yeah. Oh, dude, I mean, a lot of comedians. I feel like I am. I, yeah. I don't know. Are you? Yeah. If if someone if I let someone down, that's like the worst thing. Mm-hmm. If someone like like gave me a chance, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I try and please. Has that ever gotten you in trouble? Like, like, no, I'm serious. Being, being nice to people. No, because no, 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 because I, 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 he's like, how does this What's work? What's the downside? Because no, I've experienced taking no. people, and I it doesn't pay. Because I'm a people unpleaser. <laughs> <laughs> you get tons of cease and desist letters in the mail. <laughs> well, you know, I'm single, so I think you got it. No, but uh, people pleasing, actually, if you don't know, if you do, if you look it up, it, uh, the, people who really are hardcore people pleasers, it actually comes back to bite them a lot. Yeah. A lot of times. Well, yeah, you, I think. It's a diff because a lot of times, I don't know if this is what you do. Mm. Well, also, they over promise. So what happens is yep. they're promising everyone everything oh, yeah. and they sure. can't deliver. And what happens yep. is it blows up in their face because people start to not like them because you're like, you said you could do this thing and mm-hmm. you're not doing it. Just tell me, because people would rather you just be like, "No, I that's, can't do that." That's good wisdom for, from the pod right here. I didn't think we were going to stumble on that, but that's actually 
That just hit me real Trying hard. to please yeah. everyone That's can, like, make it people... Work out for you. It's yes. the opposite a lot of yeah, times. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a coping mechanism uh, to help you feel, like, you know, validated or that you matter or that or you have that a place at the table, mm-hmm, but then mm-hmm. it starts... It, it doesn't serve you But that's you what I mean. Older. Has that ever happened to you? Like, have you ever found that? Like, oh, I thought I was trying to make this person like me, and now they don't like me a uh, lot. Sure. I'm, maybe. Yeah. I, don't, I don't retain those moments. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who wouldn't like me, Tom? No, I think... Yeah, for sure. Well, I think a real people pleaser would retain that. Well, I'm trying to not be that. I mean, I think I've been working on it for a long time. What I mean is, you like, I don't, I, there's people who are like, it's like a, an actual like condition. It's like a psychological Uh, thing. Like, hmm. that some people really, I dated a woman once and she was like that. And Mm -hmm. it was, it, it became like resentful after a while. And I started to be like, just, if you can't do something, don't just say you can't do it. Right. That's what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I know people, I actually am, I have somewhat people pleasing in, in me because I do want people to like, you know, yeah, as a comedian, you want people to like you. Yeah, but then I got to a point where I was like, you know what? I know a lot of people don't like me. And like, if you don't like me, I mean, it makes me feel bad, but I can't really do anything. Right. You're not right. in control. Of well, I love in comedy. I love curmudgeons. I like mm-hmm. curvy enthusiasm. Yes. I like people that right. just do not care what you think of them. That's true. Yeah. George Jefferson, like those mm-hmm. kind of personalities really speak to me because I'm not like that. And, you know, like they have the guts to speak their mind and yeah. turn people off yeah. for their own comfort. And that's what it's all about it's about people pleasing is making other people comfortable at your own expense Mm -hmm. so you're constantly uncomfortable whereas if you watch like a person in comedy who makes everybody mad around them it's so that they can live you know like "Mm, i don't want to do that i'm not gonna put myself out that's why i loved your set um uh, when I oh, saw thanks. you the other night, we ran into Where each no other. Where no one liked it except you. <laughs> what? <laughs> there was not a huge crowd, and I was the only know, one giving applause break. Oh, I kind of great. like that room, <laughs> though, because I like I, I've done it where, like, because I usually do is new stuff, and Black it just Cat? bombs. Yeah, it oh, usually okay. just bombs. Sure, yeah. But it is kind of good to, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't care, whatever. I don't whatever. even know if you can count that as bombing. Like, silence no. in some rooms is not bombing it's because not. people are just No, I know. It's just people sitting on couches, and it's like, they're not, you know. They're too comfortable. Oh, yeah. To be mad at you. I have a few tricks in that room, but it's it, that usually work. But it's not. Yeah, it, it's not a raucous no, crowd. A lot, I, and the and there's, there's really it wasn't even a thing of like oh, I, I hope I do well here. It's just kind of right. like you're doing new stuff, and yeah. it's kind of like oh. But it was yeah. I, I don't remember a lot of um, obviously word for word, but the whole vibe. I was taped just it like, so I can show great, it to let's, you let's, later. Let's run that right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cut to yeah. that set. I actually do have it on uh, no because I do like taping myself there because. I I found you know I used to never tape myself and so I would do jokes and they wouldn't work and I'd be like oh god that's all that's horror that sucks mm-hmm. and then I start taping myself and I'd rewatch it and even if it bombed I'd be like they're just wrong this shit's funny <laughs> there's something there <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 sometimes crowds are just bad mm-hmm. oh yeah so yeah but that's my favorite yeah kind of comedy is um when people like don't no one laughs at it. <laughs> <laughs> I totally when I get to hear myself laugh. Do you mean at like? It. Do you mean like someone's kind of doing it and they're just kind of like whatever? You know, the vibe of uh, no, like um, taking a contrarian point of view. Bill Burr, I guess, does it a lot. Of yeah. just like I'm going to say this and it's going to sound wrong, but get on my side here. Here's what I mean by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's so good that he's almost like giving himself. Like challenges. Chappelle, yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, too. and I hate to bring up those two right now because they're making headlines right. for being so controversial. Oh sure, but, I didn't even mean it like that. I just okay, meant like but, his but they style. Are. They are well, always even. I don't know. Maybe Chappelle younger didn't do this as much, but every time I've seen Chappelle, like within the last five years or something, it's always like he'll make a point that's not. He knows it's not being heard the way he's going to 
get it right yeah. you know yeah. and same with bill burr like Chris Rock is to do Chris too. Rock, like like they'll Louis they'll bring up the premise. No, not really. Actually, <laughs> actually, he not really. Louis, no, no. no. I, I look. I think Louis's great at comedy, but it's not the same thing. Where he was, he would structure his jokes well and everything. I feel like Burr would just bring up a point that he knows is going to get a reaction, and then dial into that reaction and why it's wrong, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and sort of like prove yeah, people wrong. I enjoy wrong. that. Yeah, yeah, I like that because that's you know that's the artful part of stand-up yes. surprise it's like it's it all is. about surprise mm-hmm. in different ways and mm-hmm. and that's one way to do it no yeah. but louis ck what he would do mm-hmm. he started doing this later more is he would say something that was very unpopular kind of almost like dig himself into a hole and then all right well that is like, what i'm saying right? or shocking would, yeah like you know the the, the the main one was the snl monologue when he starts talking about child oh yeah that was okay. like that was so like oh my god like he was like purposely like he was so he on was. top of his game it was like you know what i'm gonna like this was like two months do before something. it was probably. literally like two <laughs> months before it was all over <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah but it was like how good he was <laughs> really at the was. time that he it was, was like, <laughs> it was him unraveling and nobody knew it <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. i think it was like he he was getting bored with like he was like all right i'm the greatest standard but let me give myself like it, it's like you know how, like actors get really successful and they're like i'm gonna challenge myself by playing this yeah, right, you know right, i need right. a challenge like yeah. i feel like when co- really great comedians start doing that more is because they're like I need a challenge I'm just like so what I'm just great at comedy like I wonder yeah I wonder if we can even look at that in people who have done it longer I don't know did Joan Rivers ever do that or maybe you could argue that I mean Sarah Silverman's done it as long as Louis C.K. so you kind of it's it's fun to study like the evolution and I feel like later they did it like Chappelle started doing it when he came back for sure Mm -hmm. and you could tell part of his attitude coming back was like I, I, I don't fuck it like the industry had written him off his attitude was so great he was just like I'm great at comedy I'm doing what I'm gonna fucking do if you don't like it I don't fucking give a shit like I feel like yeah. he was the but ultimate meanwhile, I mean he was still a superstar like an A-lister in the comedy world and so everybody wanted a picture with him sure Crazy. I know but but no but yeah. it was everybody he he they kind of took the rug out you mean the him. industry like you're talking about like Networks? People that yeah, not celebrities. You mean like people I mean, like, that make decisions? Yeah, behind, like the big yeah. execs. No sure. one is giving him chances anymore. Mm. Well, I mean, why I would they? He turned down fifty million dollars and fucked everyone over, and they had to go with season three. Well, like that's they one had way to, to continue. Well, I mean, that's probably why he. But that's not what how what he would see it at. He no, no I'm not. I'm, yeah, but that's yeah. what they would see it at. I'm not. I don't see it that way. I'm saying that's like. From but their again, he's a good example. It's like he took the really hard route and was like almost. It was like a challenge to himself to be like, oh, can I make the right decision and and have to just climb my way back up? And, and I know wasn't performing con- again is a big decision. Mm-hmm. Did he? Was it a ten year break? No, it was. He I wouldn't think. have gone that long. Without I, doing no, no, no. He was doing yeah, stand up. He was always okay. doing it. But there were years where he was just doing it, and you didn't. You kind of. Well, what happened was I don't think he was like chasing the attention, but because he went away and wasn't doing, he was just gone. Mm-hmm. People just kind of were more more interested in him because it was like, well, what happened to him? Where is he? Mm-hmm. I mean, there was because um, people don't remember. I mean, they probably do, but like he was just gone for years, and yeah. like, there was no like, oh, he's going to come back. I think people thought he was just done. Right? You know what I mean, and well, he never really explained. Yeah, and he wasn't in films like Eddie Murphy. Then did films. He's mm-hmm. he left stand up and he just started doing. And films I think and- he couldn't get films at that point. And I think he just kind of gave up and was like, "Fuck this." Who I knows? don't know, but I think- I don't know either. I mean, <laughs> that's a fun think- game though to guess. 
What yeah. was he doing? There's all sorts time? of conspiracy theories too. I'm not going to get into Ooh, them, what? but you could look Ooh. them up, and they have to do with Bill Cosby. So I look wanna, them up. Oh they gosh. do. They get, it gets real true? weird. Oh yeah. Oh, I want to put a foil hat on if you want and talk I, about. There's it. some weird ass shit that people have dug up on. Uh, Bill, uh, not Bill Burr, uh, fucking Dave Chappelle in that time, why he left, and it has to do with Bill Cosby. That's all, right. all I'm going to say. All just right. just Thanks look for it up. The homework. I'm going to Google Jason Bateman's early career oh, yeah. and what Dave Chappelle was up to. Yes. And honestly, I can't support any of it. I have no idea, I but it know. is interesting. So. You know, I actually tried to, um, at one point, I, I wanted to, I had an idea to do a documentary about Dave Chappelle. This was like, 2011 oh. when he had he had been gone but he hadn't come back yet mm-hmm. and people were still kind of like what's going on i wanted to do a documentary about like where where is like what's he doing and what happened mm-hmm. like why and um i tried to do it and uh everyone was like i got so much blowback yeah really like what were they saying well i um I got an interview with Janine Garofalo. That was the first one, mm-hmm. and she. Um, I, I don't really. I don't know her. I got a, an interview with her through someone I knew who mm-hmm. kind of knew her, and she showed up. And then we had kind of told her over text what it, what we we're going to interview her about. And then when I mentioned Chappelle, she got really defensive, and she was just like, "Well, what, well you didn't tell me that's what this was." <laughs> And oh, she Jesus. and she was like he's not gonna she she was like does he you know she's um so she was like a friend that was protecting his privacy you think. It's done. I well, she was like, well, he's not going to like that you're doing, and I'm like, well, I'm like a fan of his. I'm not like I just. It's kind of about <laughs> I want to know like the story. Like he was just like huge comedian, and he's and this was when he was just not really around anymore, right? So and you, yeah, it was. That's an interesting. Approach. She was really mad, and she like, and I finally was like, well, you know, if you don't want to do it, we don't have to do it. She's like, well, I mean, you got me here. This is, and uh, Janine oh. Ruffalo was kind of like a hero of mine or before I did stand up. Yeah. I mean, sorry, because she was such a big like icon. Uh-huh. She wasn't a hero of mine, but I like I liked her. Yeah, she was funny. So yeah. it's weird she to have funny. like kind of an icon like you know mm-hmm. yelling at. I you. wonder how that made you feel. Yeah, yeah. That's awful, hard. awful. That's hard. And then um, I had to interview her for like an hour. <laughs> She's like, "No, we are doing this." Oh god! And, then she <laughs> and I didn't barely look you talked in the eye about the rest it. Of I, I had to change the direction. I turned it into a, a another thing, okay. and I used a lot of her. Fo- we didn't talk about Chappelle. We talked about her, and, she and you went made on it and a documentary on. about Janine Garofalo. Oh. Yeah, she actually she's in it a lot because she kind of talks a lot about her career. Because um, the documentary, I was going to interview people and be like talking about like because the whole thing, the, the way it was shaped in the press was that the 50 million is what made him go like kind of no, batty and leave. And so my, I was going to interview like people who had, had success and be like, what's it like? Can you like convey, is it weird? Like, does it put you in a different kind of plane of mm-hmm. human existence? And is that what, does it affect people differently? I love guessing about that too. Do you ever mm-hmm. sit there and guess? Like, yeah, of course. How eccentric would I become? <laughs> oh God. Who would come out of the woodwork? And what if all of a sudden, you know, like who's big right now? Angelina Jolie was endorsing me. Right. You know, would I then take on a fake accent? What, yeah. you know, like how will I change? I think it, I think it would turn, I mean, especially if you're young, that's why when, you know, these really young people get really famous and successful. What's and, young? Like 20. 25? 20, 21. 20, okay. even, well, yeah. we're all over that 20 benchmark. I mean, like, I'm 27 and I, and everyone still considers me young. Yep. Even though I'm I not. I mean, you're 20. I'm not. Even like and there's 30. 30. And even there's 35. 30. Right. And there's 40. I mean, young, the young marker keeps changing it keeps depending going on where you're yeah, going. Yeah, that's why I ask. Because, like, <laughs> but, if you're 18, sure, it's going to go crazy. No, but even if, if you're, you're like 23, Bieber, like, insane. I mean, you're not. Yeah, that's you know, young. I remember, like, when Leonardo DiCaprio became. 
really famous, like after he was Titanic. Really and, young. And he like him and it, him and his friends were always around New York City trying to sleep with women and they called themselves the Pussy Posse. Do you remember this? No. Not at all. It was like it was right after Titanic, nine ninety nine. Okay. Ninety seven. And they would be like They'd write articles, you know, and, and they were all out, you know, him and his friends, and they were, like, being really loud, and they were being assholes. I'm like, they're 22 years old. Right. When you're 22, everyone's an asshole. <laughs> like, what? It, it's crazy to you that this guy, his friends are going out to sleep with women at 22? Like, right. they turned it into they were this kind of, like predatorial which maybe they were I mean, looking back it depends I mean, <laughs> what their methods <laughs> that's were. probably but you've never heard anything about leonardo dicaprio i think it's sometimes they're just young trying to yeah. have sight and, and everyone's watching them you know mm. what i mean it's probably a little bit of both but the it's the same thing with bieber everyone was like oh he's driving his car around his chrome tesla and it's like he's yeah. like he's um, 16 uh, he nobody he's 16 and he's like <laughs> The biggest celebrity on the right. planet. It's He's acting a little cocky. Yeah, exactly. I was just thinking yeah. about that. Like yeah. when you look at different levels of celebrity on Twitter, you know, like how many? I'm going by follower yeah, number, sure, not sure. just exposure or like worldwide fame, but just follower number. Yeah, the higher the number, the more the content is just yeah. uniquely about them and never posted by them. Oh, it's, it's so like, not posted, and, by and them. it's only responded to by people. Who's our fan accounts that are just have their picture in the logo and their name three six five eight ten yeah, 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 yeah what yeah. is that I'm like, is, wait is they that have what yo oh my god people create fan accounts where yeah. it's everything is about them I don't and they spend that a whole all. day you know what's crazy about Those, the, the think per- about yeah the, sure about the the person like like Justin Bieber uh, lover forty eight whatever and they're just mm-hmm. putting up pictures of him all day they just retweet him they love him they tweet about him whatever wow. it is imagine being that person. Imagine how many people like that are out there. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's like I know I don't even understand how much of it is real and how much of it is just manufactured. You yeah, you think some of that by who, by what? I don't know how, oh, but just probably like, at this point. Like I just can't picture them tweeting in a cab or not in a cab in their own car or in their private jet constantly, yeah. as constantly as it flows from the oh, account. They're not responding, right? Oh, for sure. They're I'm saying imagine. I'm saying and imagine the, fan the fans. Accounts. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming they're all fourteen. Probably <laughs> from like eight to. 12, they need, they sure. need their meals provided to them, like yeah. to have to dedicate the time for sure. Yeah, anyway. for sure. So anyway, just like yeah, then there's uh, then there's if you go towards the less known, mm-hmm. less exposure side of it. Yeah, there's more intense posts, you know, that are more heartfelt and you know. Right, right. I know how I got how I got on that. Oh, we were talking know. about Chappelle we're talking about or fame. something. We're talking yeah. about celebrities. And oh yeah. So when I was trying to do the documentary, so then like I I interviewed Janine Garofalo and I um and that went terrible. And I like lit- I couldn't even look at the footage for like months. Aww. Like the person was like, because <laughs> it was just like someone who was like an icon to me. Like not, not on film. The funniest part is. I wanted to end the interview so long for so long, and she wouldn't stop talking. And then, like, we were, I kept being like, "All right, I guess that's it." And then she'd be like, "Oh, and another thing." Da, da, da. And I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> that's great!" I was like, "This is so weird." Like, this was kind of like someone who I like looked up to, and I want them to leave so badly. <laughs> it's a weird. I mess. still love watching her perform on stage, and my interactions oh, yeah. with her have been very. She wouldn't remember that she met me, but it's always been, "Hello, how are you?" Good I've met her like set. nine times. I yeah, met yeah, her yeah. after that, not long, and she was like, "Oh, hi, nice to meet you." Didn't remember me. Oh, that's Ooh, good. From that. There you go. It's happy ending. It wasn't like the interview went – actually, the interview's great. And I, I just – the only thing that happened is she – when she found out about that, she just kind of got like testy with me. And well, I wasn't happened. mean back. I was like – 
Yeah, that happened on people a lot. It's really uncomfortable, especially because I didn't write the questions. I was made to write the questions, and celebrities would not care for the question and take it out on you. Like, like who, why who would was, you ask me that? Who was really that? mean? Anyone? I don't name drop, but you don't have to name drop. Off, but... off the camera, off the mic. Why are you in camera? Because <laughs> you're used to being in front of a camera. Because I wish you guys would have taped me. Oh, um, um, we'll get that. Once so now. then, <laughs> what happened after that is uh, I asked another comedian to do it, and they were like, "Well, what do you want me to?" T- talk about i don't feel comfortable talking about that right and then i got an email oh no a friend of mine was like hey this big comedian guy messaged me and i knew the comedian guy and he goes just tell tom like he probably won't be able to get Chappelle to to talk this guy just had found out about it Mm. i had only interviewed janine i think janine garofalo like told people i don't know well you mean before the show you were i think that that experience taught you to check with me and say is there something you want to talk about and you were cool with it i mean i said no broad city and then you still brought it up but <laughs> did you say that no, no. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> he genuinely thought you might have said that <laughs> so i'm just saying like yeah you're not you know it didn't scar you it, it, no no actually the, the direction it took me and the, the only thing about it was that, that it made me be like wow i guess maybe there's more to this Chappelle thing than i realize because everyone seems weird about talking about it so well to me it smacks of if ever or there is a celebrity who's making bad headlines at the time yeah you don't want to have to speak about it because right yeah, for different reasons. I think I didn't realize. I thought it was just like, oh, this is kind of a cool idea. Everyone will be into it. But it was like, oh, no, this is not, uh, this is not going to be easy. so surprised by seeing Eddie Murphy on uh, Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee talking about having been to Michael Jackson's house and seeing the monkey. Maybe this is just a story he's told for decades. But I'm like, in light of that yeah. film festival and the allegations, oh, it's like, yeah. why would you ever want to say his name and like that you would hang? You know? It's weird that people, uh, yeah. I get, oh, he talks about Michael yeah. Jackson? He and does. Like he just, mentions him just in being passing. And does he ever, does he mention it in the context of the allegations? <laughs> no. Not in that interview. Up. I mean, Seinfeld wouldn't bring that up no. anyway. That's not like that Seinfeld kind of... brings up Cosby and doesn't even talk about that. I know. Yeah, I think that's it, weird too. the second time Cosby came up, and that was with who's he interviewing? Chappelle, maybe, or no, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, they again? do talk yeah. about Cosby in, okay. a, in a more realistic light. Does he oh, okay. talk about the um, the transvestite thing? No, why the hell he would he talk? You should watch the not. episode, it's a good one. Yeah, it, I, is a good it, one. it was like Emmy worthy. I liked it a lot. Um, but but anyway, I'm just saying it's weird when you. On the subject of bringing up people who are making bad headlines, uh-huh. yeah, no, usually, true, com- right? usually celebrities wanna... shy away from it. I think that people were like, "I don't know who you are," like to me, and they were just like, "Why would you want to bring that up?" And yeah, I, I guess they don't know your motive. I, you yeah, know, I don't true. know if she was like best friends with it, but she probably she was friends. With, she's in like that movie, I guess he made, and um, she she probably knows him. And I think it's kind of like, well, like, what are you doing? Why are you like rubbing this? I honestly understand it or can understand that. Um, just, uh, one thing I was curious about, and then I don't know, maybe we could could uh, end on this or something. And we'll get to the trivia. Do you happen to remember? (laughs) That would be no game. Do you you remember, uh, do you happen to remember any of those questions that like, just, you don't have to give me who they pissed off, but Uh like, like, was there any like particularly stupid questions you were forced to ask? Oh, well, well, here's okay. There's when different, like, there's different, different genres West? of questions. Sure. I think, um, in general, I love watching entertainment journalism because it's so surreal. It's not like how people talk in a regular conversation. Of, of course. So not. one of yeah. the very first, uh, interview questions I had was for Rocco Despirito, who is a celebrity chef. And the line was, you're so sexy. How are you still single? And are you serious? I can say that as a character, but to a stranger looking oh, him in the eye my God. And, and he, and this is what they taught me, like the celebrities who've been interviewed 
a hundred times and know the questions going in because their team has reviewed them oh, to a degree. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like, <laughs> you're so kind. Well, I'm just Ugh. a man that works so much. You know, like, it was a very – and I'm, I mean, it, what I'm saying is it's, yeah. it's a it's – a, it's just a dance, you know? It's kind of yes. like that's part of it. Your move, my move. And the more – yeah. Mm-hmm. And the more – you know, I definitely got used to it, but I was just so uncomfortable. I don't even think I tell my husband while looking him in the eye, you're so sexy. How are we not, you know, doing it right now, babe? I don't, I don't right. talk. That's not how I woo a man. And so, it's, so it that is was the, hard. Surreal is a good word for that. Yeah. It's just not you. It just felt, yeah. yeah. And then, so that one, he wasn't offended by the question. And sure. I was just more like, it was my very first interview. So I was a little rocky. Oh, it was your first interview? That one was, yeah. Oh, Do they ever first get. question of the first oh, interview. It felt so strange. They set you up. Did you ever. Did you ever have one where, like, not that they were mean, but, like, you could tell they were kind of, like, in a bad mood because they just had so many people had interviewed them? So then the other thing was I I told one actor, you know, like, you're riding horses in this uh, piece, and I understand you, this is your first time riding a horse, and he corrected me. He's like, "Uh, actually, I've ridden horses in many of my other things. There was a woman... Um, that was Edward was... Furlong. <laughs> what? There Sorry. was another. One. Do you know who that is? <laughs> yes, oh, I do. The kid oh, yeah, from okay. Terminator. Oh, I was yeah. trying to think like not... who would never wear a ride horse. I never got to interview him. <laughs> um, a there was a guess. woman who was in a scene where she gets assaulted, and I was like, "That must have been very hard for you to play." Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Actually, I've done this more." So one thing that's insulting to actors, and there's another performer who was like, "I said you won this award. That must have felt so great." And he was like, "Well, I actually won these other awards too." So like they always try to like correct you uh on camera which i think is so strange that is strange and it's it seems to be the theme with with what they're correcting you on is like their past work or experience like they yeah. take offense if you don't know every little detail yeah like which you're like, i won which I best attendance in ninth grade actually <laughs> well like you know for stand-up terms it's like if you tell them your credit and then they tell you they say the wrong credit on stage like, ah. like you have a legit credit that you work towards sure and then they're like so you've seen this person all over and hbo and it's like not even the credit you gave them i hate that it's, right. it's insulting i mean even i'm a very like you know whatever i have a one to two real credit <laughs> and uh, I am proud that I got, but whatever. But and I'm not. Has I that don't, porn come out yet? It's porn, all <laughs> of it. Kidding, and I don't even go. <laughs> I would. Are you kidding? If I was in a porn, I'd be very excited. I know, about I know. Porn's so big uh, yeah, right now. It's huge. I would. Um, it, when they ask me that they're gonna like they're gonna say something, right? And I give them the credit, and then they go, "You you've seen them clubs and colleges." It's like, why'd you ask yeah, me? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I don't and understand. So since I've yeah. been there, I understand. Like, there's nothing that a celebrity has done, even if it's been rude, mm-hmm. that I don't kind of get. I it's guess like, I get it. Yeah, you know, like I, I was about to rebut like it and say, "Well, I'm about to go on stage, and they're but they're about to be on camera and yeah. shown to the world." So that makes sense. No, yeah, and, it, actually, you know, I, I, I have on uh, online looked up. They have like you know compilation of. Uh, like angry celebrity interviews. Oh, I'm actually kind of like inter- <laughs> right. I've seen those. And actually, the idea of like celebrity interviews are kind of uh, like like the junket ones. Mm-hmm. Um, when I see like a celebrity doing one of those interviews and they're really nice, I'm always very like. Um, and this is how, just shows how much like credit we give celebrities. Like, I can't believe they were like polite. That's so. What an but angel. like the fact that like I when you see a celebrity who's really nice in one of those interviews, I'm like, you know, I kind of like like it makes me like them because I know that they've been answering this question like eighty times mm-hmm. in the last like you know 
like mine mm-hmm. or not even age like hundreds of times yeah so, it could be good natured and yeah and then people on my end the interviewer end remember when you when I'm treated like a person and not just another piece of furniture right and right. so I think like oh that person really stands out so do you remember funny. when like Morgan Freeman kind of was getting in trouble for like the flirty things yeah did you have things like that happen where yeah. they would kind of like hit on you uh-huh. and yeah. did it make you feel like Really? Were you like, oh, I wish I could report this? Like, what did you think of it that? Didn't when people did that? It didn't even occur to me that, that I could have said anything. And then after the Me Too movement, suddenly it becomes clear. Like, like it's like a photo developing of like, oh, yeah, that happened. And that happened. That wasn't right. That and, felt icky, too. And it was things like that? Mm-hmm. Like, with like, like blatant like sexual comments yeah. on yeah. camera? Not on camera, but... Like right before, as right. you're getting mic'd up or things like, like that. Like not Ugh. just asking you out, but like mm-hmm. really. Oh, right, right, right. That or like really like horrible things. You don't have to tell me. I'll but tell it- you off camera. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think I have enough time for all theme. this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That, Can you I, mark that down? That's the 80th you know, thing. It's just uh, hilarious. You asked the best question when we're like, we're about First to. First of all, you know. <laughs> It's before, like, what a can of worms. Before this, you know? before this finishes, can I just get a camera yeah, so yeah. that this is accurate? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> there, I'm getting very paranoid. Like, are there cameras you know in here I'm not be, aware of? Do you know what would be worse than me saying, like, oh, I'll tell you guys later. I totally want to talk about that. Is if What's, I had a representative, like a PR mm-hmm. team member, who'd be next to me and then, like, putting their hand over the mic and being like, she's not answering that question. <laughs> That's what I had to experience. Ooh. I remember uh, Joe, Ma- Joe oh, Manganello. Yeah, sure. I don't mind dropping his name because it doesn't make him look bad. But okay. Joe Manganello. <laughs> Same. I have no idea. I wasn't going to say anything. that damn Joe Manganello. He sounds like a good Italian, though. Well, what's, Paisan, what's he up? Jurassic He's a Park? very handsome man, and when he yes. was engaged to Sofia Vergara from oh, Modern ah, Family, of course. Uh, wow. we were talking about that engagement, and then we were saying things like, how did you propose? And uh, I hear you went on a romantic getaway. What are you? This is the interview, because this is what the fans of him wanted to hear sure. about. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. And that was the questions that we had to ask. And, and so his... Um, his person, like I asked the first one of like, hey, congratulations on your engagement. Thank you very much. And uh, what I heard you guys went away for the weekend. What'd you get up to? And then his PR lady or his publicist goes, uh, we're not answering questions about Sophia. And I'm like, okay. And I had a two-page piece of paper and I just flipped it. Yeah. And then I flipped it back one. to the front. And like all the questions, I'm scanning it for like any question that doesn't have to do with her. And I go... Okay. Oh, so, uh, so what did when you... you and Sophia get together, what do you yeah. like to? What are your nicknames for each other? And you know, he was he was starting to answer, but then she'd be like, "Uh, uh-uh. oh shit!" And so it was. I I never figured out if it was like yeah, what do you this do? isn't the time that we're revealing this stuff, uh-huh. or this isn't what we want. He came here to promote yeah but so there's we, always that were they like heads. they were like can you ask questions about him when we were like okay so who are you <laughs> <laughs> i knew who he yeah. was in fact i had already interviewed him like a year before and so <laughs> so what it was have just you funny done that besides this was, mary sophia vergara yeah that is the funny <laughs> is he thing. magic mike guy he was you're not mike. shitting on him i am I, i'm not even sh- i barely i know he's a magic mike well to his credit he just would like smile politely and look down at the ground like hmm. and it's not him it's Since the she publicist. had already yeah. said, move on, move on. Yeah. Sometimes it's the person themselves being like, how dare you ask me that? I do mm. not wish to answer that. And you're like, okay, well, you're sorry. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Next. As a comedian, you want to just like break the wall down and be like, I really don't care. <laughs> you guess, you're like, I guess <laughs> I won't. The That's the impulse. Like, yeah. like, right? But you, you mo- don't. You don't say that. Yeah, you're, you you're a pro. And you go. You go, oh, you're a tough cookie. All you know, right. I, I once saw an interview where um, – and this – actually, the guy was – you know, it was John Cusack. And he was like – you could not have been any nicer because it was awful what happened. The woman – it's a really young woman. 
and uh, I mean, I think she's in college. I don't even know if she's like a professional journalist. I don't know what she's probably not. And she's like, "Hey, you know, it's so great to meet you. You know, it's so crazy because my my film class we were just watching American Beauty today. This is John oh, Cusack, no. and he's like, why is he's like, why is that funny? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, because you're in that. And he's like, no, I'm not. But he's really like not a. Di-. He goes, no, I'm not. And she's oh, like, yeah, friend. you're in it. He's like, no, no, I'm not in that. I'm not in that. And she's like, yeah, you're. And she won't Who let it go. Oh, Kevin God. Spacey. Oh, really? How? I not like it at all. Yeah. If you look kind, I mean, not kind re- of. They're white men, I guess. <laughs> like, I mean, all right, they're yeah. She they've... didn't see color, I guess. He, I think he would have got. I think he, if they did that interview today, he yeah. would have got a lot more defensive if she thought he was Kevin Spacey. And now. Sometimes it's the time. I mean, well, no, I'm just saying whatever. now. You don't want to be con- like confused with Kevin Spacey now, right? Right? Like, right, like right, hey, right. no, no. But he's. I do always remember being like, wow, he could – like not even a celebrity, like a normal person would have been like, no, you idiot. That's not me. Stop. And like mm-hmm. she keeps Stop saying insisting. it. Right. Like, yeah. like I know – teasing her. No, he, she he, was he, being she was just dumb. Okay. She was just, she some, just was, she was, people. you know what? She was nervous and like, unco- you know, I think it would be terrifying, like, you know, asking celebrities questions, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And because th- I, I always would be afraid, I, like, that they'd get mad at me or something, you know well, what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Janine Grant. <laughs> and then, that you, was like then trem- you went all in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. So, what I'm describing are moments that are awkward and uncomfortable. They feel much worse than they really are, and right. then everybody moves on and forgets about them. Yeah. Right, but that's okay. Except for the sexual harassment that lives on in your. Wait, did you <laughs> wanna, <laughs> wait, so do you, are you like a big movie fan? <laughs> yeah, I like movies. Do, do, do you, we have do time? You, do you have like trivia? No, no, you asked if we had like a trivia thing. I, oh, I, I have thought, a trivia yeah, I thought game you I used said to play. in the third segment really? we were going to ask, what is it? What is it? Um, <laughs> do you want to play it? I yes. used to play it on this podcast. It's not, all, all I do is um, um, I actually learned this game from Mark Norman. Uh, you say <laughs> an actor and you have to name f- uh, 15 movies. <laughs> that they were in. <laughs> Only 15? Yeah, but you have to do it <laughs> okay, under Sam like three Jackson, minutes. please. You have to do it under three minutes. I didn't think that every actor was in 15 movies, honestly. I feel like they're all in five, and that's it. This is a fun game. (laughs) This sounds like a game that Mark Norman came up with (laughs) and that Tom would enjoy. Yeah, I think he was trying to call your bluff on loving movies, and you played it. Do you you want to do it? I mean, I I used to play it. Let's try it, but you have to pick like an actual actor that's been in a No, no, of course. Well, yeah, I'm not going to like. I mean, like Anthony Hopkins. Edward Furlong. I think he was in three movies. I'll give you an easy one. I mean, right. IMDb can... Okay, go ahead. Give me an easy Robert one. Robert De Niro. Okay, Robert De Niro, and I have to name 15 Robert De Niro films. Yes. All right, I'll try. Ready? <laughs> yeah, the, All right, how, What's the timer? 30 Th- seconds? Three minutes. Three minutes. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Alex hates Kay. this game. Okay, <laughs> shoot. What, what if you get the name of the film wrong, but you can describe it? Uh, All right. Cape Fear. Cape Excuse Fear, right, well, yeah. So far, yeah. we don't have that problem. Yeah. Taxi. That's too- driver? Okay, okay. it's not just called taxi. You are a movie buff. <laughs> taxi driver? <laughs> well, Raging. Well, Queen was in a movie called... Okay. Ca- All right. Um, or no, it was Jimmy Fallon. But anyway. She's in it too. She's in it too. Great. Thank you, guys. <laughs> De Niro. Meet the parents. Yeah. Meet the Fockers. Right. Um, little Fockers? Yeah, there you go. Sweet. Um, I feel like you're pretending. What do bad. I love him in? Um, That's five. By okay. The way. You're yep, missing a, a huge Good one. fellas. Yeah, well, I know. I, I'm trying to not do the easy ones. Sure. I want to save them for last in case. That's six. Okay, Boulder. Yeah, no, no, Raging See, the titles are all similar. Yeah. We're only on seven. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Let me picture him. Oh, Mr. Saturday Night. Is that what it was called? Where he's Rupert Pupkin? No. Oh, shoot. Okay, hang on. I don't know. I know what you're it's talking about. It's not called Saturday Night Live. <laughs> no, it it's is. Not, it's Mr. Saturday Night. 
not. No, it's not. Mr. Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, it's not. That's, um, right. I'll give you it's that one. It's Radio King of Comedy. King of Comedy, darn it. I wasn't you didn't get, get one word right in the title. I did. You're about to call it Radio? Why was it? <laughs> Why was it called Mr. Saturday Night in my head? That's Billy Crystal as like a comedian. Oh, you're right. Mr. You're Saturday right. Night. Okay, King of Comedy. That's weird. Even even Billy Crystal couldn't name that movie. You really shouldn't give me that one because I did. I wouldn't get the title, but I knew his, his character's name, and I know Jerry Lewis is in it. Santa Bernard. Name ten okay. people in Mr. Saturday Night. <laughs> yeah, can I do that? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Gosh, what are the other movies left? Hang on, let me picture him. Oh, he's in that Mission. Yes, he is in. That. And I didn't even <laughs> see that yet, but I plan to. Where does he have long hair? We should just do long hair. He's Robert Mission Jones. Saturday Night. <laughs> Mission Saturday Night <laughs> Live. Uh, yeah, he's in many appearances on Saturday Night Live. Um, so you got nine. What are the other Scorsese films he's in? Did I do them all? No. He's, Dang. He's in a new one. Because he's not Daniel Day-Lewis. He's in a new one. I don't even know what that one's called. The, the, yeah. the, the, it's not The Departed. De- by the Sea. Just no. Desperate Sea. Okay, fine. This is harder than you thought it would be, huh? Yeah, I don't think I know of any others, unless you name one, and, and then I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, do you want me to give you hints? Sure. There's one about a deer. Oh, deer hunter. Okay. That was a good hint. Thanks. <laughs> Solid hint. Um, what else? There's one about streets that are not nice. Blank run. The streets of... Oh, wait. What's that one? Oh, no. Yeah, the one with... um, uh, With... Uh, Mm-hmm. There's a young black woman. There's a young man that looks just like him, and then there's uh, the guy that drives a big Cadillac. Brooke, the Bronx Tale. Yes. Uh, okay. Tale. That's eleven. I You're love out of that time. movie. Sorry. Thank you. Okay. No, Three 11. minutes. Eleven. Okay, that's a hard game. All right. I was gonna say Midnight Run is an e- one that you missed. Good. And I didn't and, even know that. All right. And then um, what's the other obvious De Niro one? Oh, the the Casino. really bad one that came out recently, Bad Grandpa. Ah, was another right. one I thought I, I about. Had yeah. heard well, there's of that. one that's with Aubrey Plaza. Joker. Thirteen. He's in Joker. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. He's in the new, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who does he play? Joker's dad? Um, <laughs> no, he play he he's kind of playing a, it's almost an homage to uh, Mr. Saturday Night. I mean, King of Comedy. King of Comedy. Where he's playing a talk show host. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and great. do you know King of Comedy? No, he's also in the the um the yes, I watched King of Comedy. He's also in the one with Anne Hathaway where he's he's like the intern. Is yeah, that I think it's intern? called The Intern. It is. Yeah. That looked right. awesome. I haven't seen that one, but yeah. No one did. Anne Hathaway Shuff. didn't even see that one. <laughs> You're such a movie snob, Tom. I really love him. He founded yeah. the uh, Tribeca Film Festival. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's. He hasn't right. let me down. And I've I've walked past him as he dropped his kid off to school like ten years ago How when his kid oh, was still a kid. Ago. It was a long time ago, and I just made eye contact. Oh really? But since he knew he was Robert he De Niro, he let that. it go. Oh yeah. yeah, that must be annoying to be like all day just people realizing you're Robert De Niro. Like yeah, yeah hey. but it felt it felt so nice to be like looked no, at. No. That was before I interviewed people like him. Mm-hmm. All right, so do you want to give me one now? Uh, oh, I'm going to try and beat your thing. <laughs> beat 12? I bet you beat, You can cut I this get, out if it's really late. I used to do this on this podcast every All episode. right, now I'm not oh. going to cut it well, out Well, then you have you to do it. someone you've never done before. Yeah. I mean, all right, well, pick someone. Um, I want to do a lady. Can you a lady? A lady who's been in a ton? Like, 15 like movies? Well, well that, that's Meryl Streep. Like, He's going to nail me. He's going to nail Willie? Okay, well, hang on. How about Daryl Hannah? Has she been in 15? No. I don't I can't name 15. That's the thing. That's the thing is I don't think I can name 15 of anyone. All right. <laughs> She's been in over 15 movies. But they all just have the same title and yeah, then they're yeah, different yeah, numbers yeah, after yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, um, do Meryl. Yeah, do Meryl Streep. Let's see. I probably or, or, won't or like, Yeah, because like, like Susan Sarandon is probably yeah, the only other. Yeah, that's a good one. You want me to do her? Yeah, sure. Do her. Okay. Bull Durham. It's more fun when you go back and forth. Actually, I wouldn't even. Uh, Bull Durham. Okay. Um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yep. Um, Dead Man Walking. Yes. Great. 
Um, he's so good. At the, you're, no, I'm not. You're you're a movie he's doing it chronologically. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's in alphabetical order. Um, I actually can't now. I'm See, not, that's three, actually. All right. That's not that fun. Well, yeah. You guys. Uh, <laughs> the Hunger. She's in a movie called The Hunger. Okay. I don't know. See, can't don't even know. fact check him on nope. that one. I'll just make up movie You're not titles. saying the, the one. The uh, Dresser Drawers. <laughs> no. The Hunger. That um, sounds like one. The microphone, <laughs> the dresser drawers sounds like like it could be a Meryl Streep. No, that we're doing shirt. Susan Sarandon. Um, she oh Lorenzo's oil, great. That was, that was one that she did. There's right? one with Julia Which Roberts. Which is of Eastwick, stepmom. Yep. Um, you've named, you've exhausted all of the ones. White I know about. Palace. That's eight. White this is a hard Palace. one, actually. Okay. White. That was with James Spader. Oh. Um, Bob Roberts. It's because Tim Robbins directed that. Okay. I mean, legit. I haven't known the last five. <laughs> I don't. I don't know this at all. Um, this is the worst. Well, she's kind of me. in like weird. Oh, I think That's she's. Like, in, I think she's in the player too. Remember the player? Who's, Who's in, in the that? Player? Like you know, Tim Robbins. It's about Hollywood. It's like cameos. Everyone has cameos. Oh, fun. In it. Okay. Um, then was oh. she also in Mars Attacks? Was she in that? I don't know. No, so I don't many think she was were. in that. Okay. I didn't see that. Um, hasn't she been in? St- she doesn't really. Work anymore, right? Was she in? Has she been? No, she's been in stuff recently. Well, she does like TV too. Wall Street. No. She's not in that, right? No, I don't know. she's not. This is good playing a game with people who don't know. I yeah, know it's fantastic. Really, yeah. I thought we were supposed to be looking at IMDb. Page. I'm looking right now. Okay, I would have done. I would have done five because I Give can handle hints. five. Yeah, <laughs> or you're supposed to toggle. The way I play movie trivia is like you. you yeah, someone, toggle. Uh, that's well, true. We'll do that next time. And when you run out, that's the person who has to then challenge the person. Um, she's yeah. not in Beetlejuice, right? No. no, no. Um, I know a lot of movies she's not in. <laughs> that's great. No, that's I can cool. name fifteen that she's also not Beetlejuice in. VHS is right now. That's her. Cool. Oh, is that why? Oh yeah. That. You yeah. can uh, you can do uh, Annette Benning films instead. Is she in that? No, that's fun to look. No, at. No, they just VHS. both have reddish hair and similar yeah. age. Um, I think I might. I think that's not. Can you give me a hint of? Uh, sure. You didn't say. You're just going to give me the give thing. Give a hint, not the title. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on, hold you on. should have paused I'm it losing, now. by the way. I only have nine. I think I've, I've thought about... Um, seconds left. Yeah, that's true. I thought about... I wasn't sure if she's in this one, and I think I'm looking She's right in a now. movie. She's in a movie with Mark with Wahlberg Stephen in the Dorf. 90s, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Have you... Yeah, you didn't, you didn't say the movie. With Mark Wahlberg? Yes, yes, yes. Boogie Unless Dance? I'm... Comp- yeah. Is she not in no, that? No, she's not in Boogie. That's Damn Julianne Moore. That? Julianne Moore. Yeah, I another suck. redhead that of the same era. With, All right. Yeah, well, that was fun. Good try. Can you cut this out? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bull yeah. Crap. Thanks for giving me extra work. I didn't want to do but it But has anyway. she been in 15 things? Sure. You've got to list the rest. Oh, she's been in so No, you can keep the it rest. Like, like Her filmography start. is insane. It Here, just let me keeps just see but some. going. But she's in a lot of it weird really movies. We, we like, scrolled. I scrolled You're all right. Some of these might be independent films. Well, some of them are like, she's the boy. James and the Giant Peach. Oh. I would never, yeah, I wouldn't have known that. I never saw that. Uh, this is television. She does voice Little acting. Little Women. Yeah. I should have known that. Yeah. I've seen that. I, I didn't Ooh, see that. The Client. Remember that the with client, Brad Renfro? Yeah. Lorenzo's Oil, you mentioned. Lorenzo's Oil was, was a hard one. Okay. Light Sleeper. I love when I've never heard of it. Light Sleeper. Lorenzo's Oil. Freaking Thelma ridiculous. and Louise. How did we not say Thelma, Thelma and Louise? Louise? That was a bad Oh, I thought you said that one. I would have no. brought that one up. That oh, okay. would have been the first one. I assume that was the one you said. Yeah. All right. All right. I, I usually know stuff like that. You, you do. You're good. You're good. Keep I know, your chin up. Me, I'm fine. Yeah. 
I um, right, suck please. at that kind of stuff, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well. Uh, well, thanks for letting me try. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thanks for coming by. Thanks Abby for yeah, it's, it's been fun talking about my career and yeah. many, many other people's careers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I mean, I really don't think you said any anything. Yeah. Oh, I'll let you know. You didn't say anything. <laughs> I'll be like here at I moment believe- at minute forty. You need to edit out this. Part. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. No, I don't do that. I don't do that to people. Either. Honestly, I could do it. I'm pretty good at this stuff. So, <laughs> I'm not going to brag. But <laughs> All right. <laughs> I can edit. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. We'll Bye. see you next time. Bye. Bye. Takes some getting used to. Chain snatching, ain't have it, gotta get it. Saint from Brownsville, the brain British. Fatherless child, mama put double shifts, so the number runners was the only one to hang with it. Before you know it, I'm in the game, bang fit it. Fit no orangutans, pity old kidnaps like oranges is some dangerous. Tell me what the name of this. Dodger them, I jack, I rob, I sin. Oh man, I'm Jackie Robinson. Set when I run base, I dodge the pen. Lucky me, lucky lead, they didn't get me. Now when I bring the nets, I'm the black branch Ricky from Brooklyn Corners. Burning branches of spread love, Biggie, Brooklyn, hippie, I pity the fool with jewels like Mr. T with no history in my barrow. They borrow with no intentions of returning tomorrow. Son don't come out for many, like Annie, half orphan, mama never had an abortion, papa sort of did, still I managed to live, I go hard, I owe it all to the crib, now please tell me, what the f*** harder than this? Warning, gonna make